0: Okay, let's get started. Just high, we,
1: we have suffered through fools, and we have suffered through crimes, but they no longer beset our minds, for these are turtle times. My name is Riley Hamilton. <laughs>
3: this is amy Scarlotta.
1: and that's our new intro
3: <laughs> wow
1: how do you feel about that
3: you're a true bard
1: yeah we suffered through fools <laughs> we've suffered through crimes that just rhymes with minds but they no longer beset our minds right for these are our turtle times
3: because this is where we feel free and safe yes okay
1: the world is awful outside of the doors of your home but once we're here this is a nice calm beautiful place do you feel that way
3: Yes. Okay. If it was only a little bit cooler, I did. Uh, we apologize. We did do a sound check, but we do have a portable air conditioner running um, to keep us alive. Uh, but I don't think you can hear it.
1: Let's hope you can't hear it. If you do hear it, I don't know. I mean, it's not that bad. It just sounds like a low-level hum. Yeah,
3: it's calming. It's but like how Kathy Hilton needs a fan to yes, sleep.
1: Yes. But if you get annoyed by it just know that for amy and i it's making this recording session (laughs) much easier for us right
3: yeah i think so i think
1: they would want us to feel cool and nice and and i agree
3: it'll keep our brains from overheating when we're trying to come up with fun quips
1: yes do you think today this recording (laughs) session is hotter than the last time when we had ice packs on our head (laughs) maybe right it is a little hotter but you think I think for some reason, I think it's like maybe four or five degrees hotter this time. Do you? What Kay. do you think?
3: Like on earth or in my apartment? On earth. I think it got hotter since last week. And yeah,
1: in no, your it apartment. But I, no, I don't... It actually feels good in here. I mean, reasonable. I'm just saying, but please know why we have that noise sort of in the background. Yeah.
3: See, it's different because... Um, Since you are a guest here in my home and we have to be active, it's different than when I'm alone and I can wear, like, little shorts and, like, just be a disgusting freak and, like, keep spraying myself with mist and, you know be doing what I need to do to stay cool. I have to be civilized here. So it's different.
1: (laughs) I mean, for sure you could have done that. (laughs) I mean, you told me no shorts and tank tops, but I mean, you could have definitely done that, but I understand you wanted to wear (laughs) pants or right. I (laughs) told Riley,
3: I have given up on trying to look good for you guys on YouTube. I'm sorry. I'm wearing leggings and... I have my hair in a clip. It's just all over for everyone. It's, we get it's compliments on
1: how we look, though. They don't care. They we like do? how we look. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I see comments. They get deleted immediately. But <laughs> they say, sometimes they say, Riley and Amy look really cool and hot today. You're going to like
3: the way you look. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. I think,
1: anyway, so I think we look great. I think people understand. Just, just know when you're listening to this, you, there's no, you know, you can't know the temperature where we're at. But just imagine it being 90 degrees. What would you do?
3: Right. Yeah. Think about how what we're serving up to you right now and that we're doing it under duress. I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any any good point we make, give us extra credit because we're in a hot, hot apartment. And it's just it's overall in Los Angeles and Pasadena. It's like 90 degrees.
3: Yeah. And it's going to be that way. I think next week it's finally going to be into the 80s, um, which will be nice. So this
1: was like a heat wave.
3: Wow. We'll see. Sometimes the the weather app has been lying. It yeah. keeps changing, so but, I don't know.
1: But then our hottest months are still to come, traditionally, I'm right? I What's it going to be like in August?
3: The UV index today is 11, extreme. So that so means like, you're going to get sunburned the second you go outside.
1: I didn't even put sunblock on. <laughs>
3: I'll, I was gonna say I'll lather you up before you okay. go, but right. that sounds let's, bad. No,
1: let's take hold on. Let's take a break. Well, this will be for YouTube. <laughs> He's gonna put sunblock all over me. Actually, I think I'm okay UV wise. There's only a few rays, but they're not even touching me. Well, you're
3: right? like Florida. Do you get burned? Because I get freaking sizzled.
1: My whole ethos and everything about my molecular structure has changed from my Florida life okay. to California. I nothing there's no remnants of my old previous florida self okay it's every seven years you know all apparently all your cells get replaced right and you become a completely cellularly different
3: person i love that
1: isn't that amazing <laughs> we're like crumbling in little pieces every single day and then by the time seven years comes up you are fully a new atomic structure I, yeah that's what they say
3: you're like, I'm like, somebody saw Oppenheimer. Oh,
1: do you remember <laughs> Just... <laughs> the scene where
3: he talks about that in Oppenheimer? <laughs> He's like, science, baby.
1: <laughs> Dude, they love science in that movie, right? Totally. They were like, did you see some of the equations they were doing on the oh my God. board? I was like... I go, I saw a number. I was like, there's a four there. There's a three there. But there were some
3: symbols. I love that when, uh, you know, something would come up and he'd be like, that can't be. And he'd go up to the board and, and do it. And he'd be like, see? Yeah. Can't do it. Right.
1: And he would, <laughs> he would like erase the long division uh, <laughs> sign or whatever. It would be like X equals R. And he'd go, no, wait, the long division can't happen. That was like. like
3: me calculating 20% yeah at the restaurant yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly did you think i mean they sort of made it accessible to a lay person yeah. by having those little marbles dinking around yeah and the, no spoilers but yeah they were like this is how much uranium you got you idiot you, we have you <laughs> idiots here's four more marbles that was kind of it reminded us. me
3: of like in elementary school did you ever have like sometimes it would be like um you i feel like they would always use the marble system for like Counting down to a pizza party or something like. What, would
1: they take marbles or put marbles? I think in? it was
3: both. Like when there would oh. be a triumph or, or, or a fall from grace, or
1: like a bad kid. Yeah, and you'd is- be like. Class clown. You can
3: blame. Uh... Yeah, hypothetically,
1: Riley just had to be <laughs> outspoken during the class. We take three marbles away from our pizza yeah, and and party. Kick your ass. Yeah, I had the gold star system. Okay. Riley Hamilton, and then it would be like every single day, you either got a star if you were a good kid, uh-huh. or no star. And okay. then by the end of the week, I think you got a little something. I don't Someone know.
3: should have given Oppenheimer some little star stickers. What's
1: his name? Uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. Don't you think that would have been kind of sweet? <laughs>
3: his general stars
1: he's gonna yeah i think that would have been really really nice and he puts them right where the general remember when he replaces his general jacket with his suit yeah that was kind of fun did you like oppenheimer i did not the most
3: i thought it was good um i
1: like a four star well
3: well, i told you this but for the audience if you read the news you may have heard (laughs) i was in a screening of it was big news in la but i went to do the full barbenheimer last saturday and uh we were seeing oppenheimer first and the fucking fire alarm i guess we still don't know the true details someone i guess maybe pulled the fire alarm one hour in and of course it was like the biggest day in movie history for the last like many years right and they had to just make everyone go outside there's just all these people wearing pink
1: there's like in Oppenheimer people glasses, people
3: wearing yeah Oppenheimer fedoras, <laughs> just total chaos. We didn't know what was happening. We it was literally right at the part. This isn't a spoiler, but when they're like getting the gang together, like when they're going around trying to. I thought
1: to, it was going to happen when the when the nuke went off. It didn't. <laughs> that no, it that, that right would have been before. intense.
3: Yeah. Um. No, this was like one hour in when it just finally starts picking up, Damn. and they're trying to recruit scientists. Um. And the lights turned on. Whoa. And we were like, what the hell?
1: Was your suspension of disbelief suspended?
3: (laughs) Yeah, we were all looking around and we thought no one freaked out, which was nice. Like how loud? Well the we couldn't there was no alarm that we could hear. Oh. Like
1: Oh, that makes it less. So that's why we
3: don't know what actually happened. It was all through rumors. The only thing that happened in our theater was that the lights came on
1: okay so maybe someone pulled the alarm a little stinker uh-huh. maybe someone dressed they, like, like Oppenheimer. immediately turned
3: it off or something or
1: or they don't allow big loud alarms they just it goes to whoever headquarters right.
3: and then they take the next steps I lights don't know. went up just did, the lights went up and did
1: the film stop th-
3: no it was still going for like we were all confused a few people left to go tell someone so that we thought it was just that the lights turned on and that they were going to turn them back off, and we yeah. were going to continue. But n- no one ever came. Then finally, someone came to, like, a moviegoer came to the door and was like, I guess there was, like, a fire alarm or something. He was like, we should probably all go. And the second he said that, everyone stood up and started leaving because, you know, we're all scared of everything now. And, of like, course. if someone says we should probably go, you're going to so go. just a random But movie-goer? it was not an AMC employee, Whoa. which – We never heard anything until everyone was outside and finally they were like, the fire department's coming. We'll let you know. And we hung around for like 30 minutes after we left. But the movie was still on for, I don't know, 10 plus minutes, but with the lights on. And then um, they basically said our movie was at 140 and they said that they were going to honor or like keep showing any movie that started three and after Okay. So we were fucked. And our Barbie screening wasn't until 7.30. So <laughs> we went to Barney's Beanery oh and hung out for like four hours.
1: Well, silver lining. I That's guess.
3: Kinda... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, so anyways, so when I did see Oppenheimer, I, I saw it again on Tuesday. I rewatched the first hour, okay. which actually I was fine with. Yeah. It was, again, 100 degrees. I was happy to be in there. Yes. Um, But I liked it. Um, Good. I don't think it's perfect, but. I thought it was good. Okay, good. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I really loved it. I mean I'm wow. my And you're my, not
3: even a Nolan head, right?
1: No, I'm not a Nolan head. I, I have reappreciated Interstellar after watching it multiple times. I like Dunkirk. I don't like Inception. Okay. I think that's kind of bad. Or not for me. uh uh-huh. Um but this one I I'm grading movies on a curve now because there's just, just <laughs> such dog shit yeah. movies. So I'm like the fact that Christopher <laughs> Nolan got to make a huge budget movie about this, you know, the man who invented the atomic bomb. It's what three hours long yeah what's his name killian murphy yeah so he was amazing in it yeah i'm only gonna watch this probably you know once which usually my barometer is if i want to watch it again um that means like i really loved it but i don't need to see this movie again to appreciate what it did the first time and also i want to honor movies at this scale right you know but yeah overall i thought it was you know awesome
3: all the acting was really good i thought
1: so good so fun so many fun faces great casting as yeah.
3: someone in casting you must have appreciated I it was, was like stunned. great selections I go, josh hartnett god, oh my god damn. yeah they're bringing him back oh my gosh he was it was such a perfect yin yang of you know pearl harbor japanese aggression yes our response
1: yes <laughs> w- w- why because josh hartnett was in um pearl the, harbor oh right 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 <laughs> so that's why christopher nolan cast him.
3: maybe as a little wink
1: yeah that's cool and then uh <laughs> did you like barbie
3: I did like Barbie. Okay, you hated it.
1: <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I thought the story was. Horrendous. You don't need to think about
3: it. Don't think about the details. That's right, but they irrelevant. literally
1: they literally said don't think about this. Which it's I don't irrelevant. Think, why? It's irrelevant. <laughs> who <'cause>, cares? <laughs> so they. So we're supposed to know that who cares? Like we're just supposed to think who cares about any of this? Just I'm know. just
3: like I feel like it was Inception level, where it's just like just. Don't worry about the ins and outs of how they get in and out of here. Just enjoy the show. (laughs) I didn't like
1: any of the real world scenes. I didn't think those were necessary. I wish it was all just in Barbie. They blew
3: their load on Barbie land for sure.
1: Yeah, I really, I liked Barbie land and I wanted more of like the music montages. I loved when Ryan Gosling was singing that beautiful song. (laughs) I liked the, when all of the guys sing push (laughs) by, was that, is that push? Yeah by uh, matchbox 20 yeah like those those scenes the ken world was really fun when yeah. ken took over i think it could i don't <laughs> think it had to have the wow real world.
3: you're like the only good parts of barbie were the parts with ken i mean
1: <laughs> i mean I'll, it really it's, was a, it's, ken, it's a hot take. ken
3: heavy movie uh, they, ultimately ken
1: is ken is very funny or yeah. ryan gosling specifically is very funny they gave him all the like the laugh meat. lines yeah. and the fun. The three best scenes, I thought, were... I I don't know. I just wish it would have been more of, like, the musical montage Wizard of Oz with no real world. Yeah. Because she was comparing it to Wizard of Oz, but the real world in that movie is, like, nothing. Right. You know? It's, like, it's the very beginning, and then it's, like, a dream sequence, and then it ends, and she's back or whatever. So I just... I didn't like how much time was spent in the real world. And also, they were like, don't care about this. Don't care about who... who (laughs) Also, the real world was so silly. Like, Will Ferrell was so silly and all those people. They felt, like, so cartoonish. So there was no difference in those worlds really. right so i don't know
3: yeah um well like i said i had spent uh roughly four hours at barney's beanery before i saw it so i was a little juiced up oh um like- but did i tell you that we so we waited all that time we were like finally we get to see a movie we went to go see barbie and the fucking air conditioning wasn't working in no the barbie so theater AMC
1: was in their full-blown flop flop
3: a rooney <laughs> it was all these girls in pink like uh Natalie went to get a bunch of those um, popcorn, uh, you know, the little, what do you call them? Like the little uh, popcorn containers that you can get on the side, like the cardboard ones. They were giving those out. Um, Natalie went and requested like 20 of them and we were fanning ourselves. And some of our friends straight up left because they're like, why would I sit through this? This is awful. Yeah. And then luckily like 15 minutes into the movie, it kicked in
1: good okay oh that's okay 15 minutes is it wasn't bad. that bad but right. i was
3: like what else is gonna go wrong
1: i know for real and then okay so but so you liked barbie overall <laughs> but i thought
3: it was um fun i think i think the my tiktok right now is a lot of people giving it a ton of credit for being extremely deep and oh. i'm like i did cry at the end because it was you know made to make you cry in that home yeah. movies montage like i was just like that's just always gonna make me cry even if it was a commercial for like health insurance yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i was like th- i just home videos with like a billy eilish song underneath yeah. is gonna make you cry yeah, that was a beautiful song <laughs> um, well, um but people are really like acting like it's like the subversive moment of our times and i'm like i mean it was more subversive than it needed to be like that was cool but it wasn't particularly divisive to yeah, me. Yeah, and, and
1: I don't... Yeah, not to me either. And I, I can't give a m- movie credit just for how subversive it is. I mean, it, right. in my opinion, I want to enjoy watching the entire thing <laughs> and it have a good plot or whatever. And also, I'm not sure why everyone is so excited about a Mattel universe. Like, we just got over a Marvel cinematic universe which was awful and then now Mattel wants to make Polly Pocket and Hot Wheels Lena Dunham's
3: Polly Pocket
1: Lena Dunham's Polly Pocket whatever I mean it could be good but eventually the the Mattel the the wealth of Mattel material is going to run out and we're just going to be with another garbage cinematic universe that sucks worse than DC or Marvel I'm just why are we excited about another shitty cinematic universe based on toys right right you know what I mean right
3: well, that's why it was so nice not to, I'm like almost slightly embarrassed to have participated in Barbenheimer because it's like dorky, but like, A, I just like being at the movies all day, oh, so too. I was happy to do it, but that's why it did feel nice that for some reason, whatever we decided culturally to have the light and the dark of Oppenheimer and Barbie where it was like a palate cleanser either way like it right. was like I had my dark movie for adults that like made me like think about things and then I had my like shiny sparkle fun
1: Barbie made me think about things
3: <laughs> well I told Jimmy I was like Barbie turned me against men <laughs>
1: yeah so you didn't like when the men took over and the world was just <laughs> singing Matchbox 20 and kind of doing karate I mean
3: I actually thought that was like a great wings twist and beer.
1: <laughs> it was a <laughs> funny
3: like I didn't expect it yeah so I thought that was fun.
1: Yeah. I wish the whole movie, that could have been the plot of the movie without the real world influence. Ryan Gosling could have figured out the patriarchy right. some other way. And I would have just loved to be in Barbie world the whole time. It had more music, more dancing, just more silly stuff. Yeah. The real world was awful. And I think that was all reshoots. Oh, really? Yes. I'm pretty sure. I looked up what the reshoots resho- were, which usually reshoots, I mean, they do it all the time, but sometimes it's an indicator of a bad film that, yeah. that they need to revamp or whatever. All I think most of the real world scenes were reshoots so they must have been like this has to have some connection to the real world or we don't understand barbie land in connection with i don't know right also why do they show the mattel corporation if the (laughs) if mattel is going to be a part of the cinematic universe it's like if if the first spider-man movie had marvel in it like yeah company in the office and then you're expected to make more um You know, Marvel movies? Like, is that office always going to be in the rest of the movies? They didn't really plan this out in terms of a Marvel... Which it
3: appeared to be um, in Burbank because Warner Media was right behind it, which I didn't know if that was a dig at Warner Media or if they were like, put Warner Media in. (laughs) I swear, (laughs) I think
1: it was... I think it was the latter. Put Warner Media in. Wouldn't it be cool if there was just Warner Media? But then they took a dig at Warner Media. I went to the bathroom for 10 minutes because yeah. I was so bummed out about the movie. But Megan said that there was a Justice League joke, about, oh, which is also, okay. right? Did you yeah. see
3: that? I That sounds familiar. I need to see it again. Oh, you do? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for... The thing is, with this heat wave going on, I intend to see a movie as often as possible at this point
1: yeah i still i mean i miss dial of destiny i still want to see that mm-hmm. um there's a couple other good things coming out right
3: yeah um what else i don't know <laughs> mission impossible <laughs> already came out i, I know it. Uh, I, um, I mean
1: oppenheimer and barbie was the big one I don't, yeah. I don't even know what's coming out in august but whatever yeah i'm on the same track we yeah. go to the regency adam academy of uh-huh. cinemas have you ever been there I have. oh my god it's like isn't it's it like, like a dollar it's like $5, yeah. but it's kind of a nightmare. I mean, I haven't been to... It's a too- rough
3: crowd, and uh, <laughs> the screen is garbage, but... The screen is so... Is you didn't so- see Oppenheimer there, did you? I did. Come on! We're had
1: we, we had, we're being <laughs> frugal now. I, I hate to say it on the uh, You on should A-list. The podcast. Yes, that would be totally worth it, but we don't have an AMC because that's IMAX convenient. IMAX is
3: included.
1: But we don't have an AMC that's convenient enough. That would make every movie-going experience, like two hours like yeah and add an extra hour to it full-blown schlep this is the most convenient theater but it is dog shit right (laughs) when the atomic bomb went off two kids got on each other's shoulders and blocked the screen for like two minutes i go get down get down so it's it is rough and rowdy but whatever
3: (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious i like slaved over i was i mean i got over it quickly but It was like impossible to get tickets to the 70 millimeter IMAX because there's only two theaters in LA that do it. So I just did regular 70 mil and it looked great. Yeah. But like, I was like, hmm, like wonder how the IMAX looked. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't sure (laughs) because
1: the movie has, you know, huge set pieces, like not CGI, but like special effects set pieces or whatever. But a lot of the movie, like 90% of it is just beautiful looking (laughs) cinematography of like you know, meetings and boardrooms yeah. and him at the lake and stuff. Like, I don't know. What was really necessary for, for IMAX? I mean, I guess it would all just look beautiful, like yeah. seeing Los Alamos. But yeah. Like...
3: Yeah. It was just... It looked great in 70 millimeter, but I think... There was probably some cropping that I was experiencing because you know the IMAX screen is like square, yeah. So that's different. There but- was some
1: cropping at Re- Regency Academy. <laughs> you could tell that the guy fell asleep that he was doing it, and the, and the screen just went to the left-hand <laughs> side of the theater. He was for getting a second. like g chats <laughs> in yeah. the bottom corner yeah. during it.
3: Um, yeah, I saw. Um, we've talked about this movie here before, but um, and I still forget the name. Uh, <laughs> the Ridley Scott. Last duel. The last I saw the last duel there, and that movie is already pitch black. Yeah, and so seeing it at the Regency Academy, I was like literally squinting
1: the entire movie. <laughs> so you have a history with Regency Academy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean I love a bargain. I used to.
1: I love a bargain. There's a,
3: it's not there anymore. But in Redondo Beach, my whole life there was a two dollar theater. Oh, so nice. And uh, like second run, and I went there. Forever, but it was also a rough crowd. Like there would be like beer bottles like rolling down the aisle during it. But
1: yeah, there's just no reverence for movies and like at Alamo or where what are the other like nice theater ArcLight. Yeah, it was like if you make a noise, <laughs> like someone's gonna rip you out of your chair and pull you aside. Yeah, like, I was in ArcLight and I wasn't even making noise, and they tapped me and they said, you know, please be more quiet. <laughs> Can <It's>... you leave? <laughs> Huh? They're like, can you leave? Yeah, can you leave, please, immediately. <laughs>
3: did you see that um, Quentin Tarantino did a full Barbenheimer? He did? No. Yeah. Did, in which is, Westwood. He, t- he went to see Oppenheimer, and then he walked across the street and was like, one for Barbie, please. The
1: Westwood is a Regency, isn't it? Maybe. Because they always show at the Regency Academy, they always show the Fox Theater or okay. whatever in Westwood, and I think it's okay. owned by Regency. Yeah, there's
3: like the Fox and the Bruin, right? I, I, They're like Kitty Corner. I've
1: never been to the other one, but okay, okay. so... Did they show him like walking?
3: Uh, I saw him buy his ticket and it was a tweet and someone said that he did both.
1: Wow. One for Barbie.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's what he said, but I that's what I imagined he said. Yeah. Which, as we all know, that's where Sharon Tate goes yes. to see her own movie, Margot Robbie. It all ties in.
1: Yes. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's end <laughs> movie talk. Um, that was
3: the movie minute.
1: Let us know how you felt about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Are we way off base? Do you hate me for not liking Barbie, let yeah, me please know. Please comment. Yeah.
3: I'll just end this by saying, Do you think that Quentin Tarantino was stoked when. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I got excited. When um, Margot Robbie's totsies came out of those shoes and they kept showing her feet over and over again?
1: Apparently, he was hooting and hollering so much <laughs> they had to ask him to leave. You didn't see that part of the news story? I didn't make they it. They showed it that twice. when Right? When her foot. Oh, because oh, her arches start to go down. And yeah. She starts to become flat footed.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was really apparently she said that she always likes to do her own insert shots so they were definitely her
1: real feet. she said that yeah she always likes to do her own insert shots she said all right okay cool all right i mean that's good i guess it's always her on camera
3: she said that she doesn't like when they like show hands or whatever and they're just someone else's hands right. which i guess i get you know yeah you don't want to be judged for they, someone else's y- yeah yeah uh, phalanges or
1: or what if their acting sucked like the stunt double or whatever they, they didn't do the arches in the barbie way yeah. you're like i don't want to get lambasted <laughs> for a bad performance it's not me exactly wow so every time you see her feet or hands it's actually her
3: that's what she said do you think that Jack saw oppenheimer
1: to be honest i don't think <laughs> he would have he didn't go to either one
3: yeah I he's, feel like he's like Barbies are for girls.
1: I think he probably said Barbies are for girls, and <laughs> I, I don't think he's a big film buff. I no. think he likes Caddyshack and National Lampoon's <laughs> Vacation and Step Brothers, Step and other you know eighties Bill Murray Ghostbusters probably. But I Do don't you think, think he's
3: Schwartz a- did Barbenheimer. No, well, I guess they're all in Tahoe. Are they still in Tahoe?
1: I don't think they do the things that you and I do. (laughs) They're a different breed. Ariana is the hippest. We've said this so many times. Ariana is like the technically, I would say, the hippest of them. Like the most not uh, Hollywood-esque. Right. uh, Whatever you want to call it. Right. uh, I think she's, you know, I think she would have, if she had been around, probably would have. Right. But she was in Fiji. She's in Fiji, yeah. Um, Well, you want to switch to that other garbage we have to talk about? (laughs) Yeah.
3: So, Should we do Fiji or Tahoe first? I don't
1: have much to say about Ariana competing in Love Island yeah. uh, you know well, she's not competing well she's hosting or whatever <laughs> I watched a little bit of it I'm not a love Island fan I don't need any more reality television in my life apart yeah. from Bravo I also don't really like competition
3: mm-hmm. reality
1: shows mm-hmm. except I guess I like survivor a little bit okay um so I just saw it, it just Ariana was like hosting some games they were doing the like um, the game where you like you you know something about someone. Like, would be like, what is Amy's favorite color? And I'd be like, yellow. You know, and you, uh-huh. and, you and you reveal the tile at the same time with uh-huh. your words on it. Like
3: it? the newlywed game?
1: Yeah. They are playing that, and I was like, okay. And then they were all so stoked to see Ariana, though. Oh, really? And it was, it's, it's nice for her dream to be fulfilled, and they loved it. So it's like, who cares? I'm not mad at it or anything. It's just my enjoyment for Vanderpump Rules doesn't intersect with, like, anything they're doing outside, except, right. like, Emo Night or whatever. Yeah. I, I want to keep Vanderpump Rules in its own universe so i didn't really yeah
3: i feel that way too um and sheena sort of uh ripped that ability from us when she did a little spoiler yeah this week what was it It was her amazon live
1: yeah stream so i think what is it yeah amazon live i guess just they you know they pay you to go live and they ask you to talk about anything and I, I've been watching Southern Charm. I yeah. got caught up. I'm now oh, wow. officially a charmer. Okay. I, I, know, I know everything in the Southern Charm universe, even the spoilers for season nine. And Madison does a huge spoiler-filled like <laughs> Amazon Live on season eight because okay. it's when she reveals that she is engaged. Okay. And no one has heard this yet. Uh-huh. So she's giving firsthand you know, news to Amazon live. So I think maybe the function of these Amazon lives is that they expect you to at least reveal some like noteworthy thing that could they potentially must be really go...
3: paying them a lot. Yeah. I think Cause so. they feel obligated.
1: I mean, for Madison to reveal that huge news first to Amazon live, what makes me think that's like the bar that's yeah, set yeah. for reality stars when they go on these. So I think Sheena had, um, Was semi-obligated to reveal something big, but I think that that was too big because it it, she revealed two scenes that for sure will be in season eleven. I Uh, feel
3: like though in my vision of so if if you didn't see this and if you are willing to be spoiled, Sheena said what we kind of already knew a little bit, but that um, they were in Tahoe that. Lisa descended a staircase. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. <laughs> wait, they were in Tahoe. This wasn't before the Tahoe trip. Did she I say? think it
3: was in Tahoe. So like. she
1: brought Graham. <laughs> so she brought Graham to Lake Tahoe to surprise James on their Wolf by Vander. I'm telling.
3: That's what I said last week. Where I was like, "This is insane."
1: Okay, I thought it was Villa Rosa. I thought, and then he just brought Graham on the trip. Okay, well, well maybe I I'm wrong. I, I, I thought she said she descended down the stairs, and I just, I guess, I assume Villa Rosa. But if it's Lake Tahoe, wow. It's, the commitment to this. I
3: swear it is okay, because right. all of the other stuff that's been happening. I don't know if I had bias where I thought it was Tahoe, so then I pictured her story in Tahoe. So, anyways, either in Tahoe or Villarosa, Lisa descends a staircase holding Graham, and they're all like, Holy shit!
1: <laughs> they said that the light was behind her, so you could barely see her. They were all blinded by like the an but- angel, like an angel. And then finally, when she got to the bottom of the stairs, the sun just you know was able to shine through, and it just completely—it was like Oppenheimer. <laughs> Everything is like Oppenheimer. It's, it was like Oppenheimer, blasting them with light. Yeah. <laughs> and then
3: Benny Safdie with yeah the with the lotion on his face.
1: Yeah, and then apparently James started you know he just broke down on his knees and started crying. He goes, "Who is that?" is that who i really think it is and lisa said it is graham
3: <laughs> she's like don't look too closely yeah,
1: and, and then <laughs> Sheena even says she goes oh 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 so then she says well sorry you were telling us no you, you do you say, it. take over well, she, take a little break <laughs> she she says um this there was this well-behaved dog that looked like graham in lisa's arms. so first of all lisa's <laughs> holding graham like what i'm trying to picture like his arms like i don't like know like jesus with yeah, a lamb yeah <laughs> exactly and then Graham, go, or J- James, is like, who who is this dog? Could it actually be the dog I think it is? And then Sheena goes, no, it's too well-behaved. <laughs> Graham would never just sit in Lisa's arms like a perfect, beautiful lamb. Yeah. And then lisa goes no 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 it is graham it's been the graham from you know your previous relationship and he is here with me now and uh sheena was like let's wash off his tail and make sure it's not a meet the Fokker situation or <laughs> meet the parent situation you know where he painted the yeah. tail because graham was that different uh, different yeah um, so
3: different that they renamed him
1: so <laughs> different that they're like the old graham the old graham name doesn't even fit this guy anymore. Do you think,
3: part of me thinks that James always thought that name was dumb as shit and that, like, Raquel was like, how about Graham Cracker? Like, Graham Crackers. And he was like, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, (laughs) Yeah he, yeah, he knew it was just he Because, you know, remember
3: when James broke down about Graham getting hurt? Yes. Um, he was like, Paul Graham Cracker. And I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know his full name was Graham Cracker. Until I, I that like moment. Graham
1: without Cracker. Yeah. If I knew it was just Graham, I think yeah. that's a nice name. But Distinguished. Do you think Hippie is better than Graham? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's
3: weird, but I think uh, James just wanted to remind us all that George Michael is his godfather.
1: I think so, too. But it was a kind of tenuous connection to George Michael. It was like... <laughs> this my, <laughs> George Michael, my godfather, don't you guys remember he had a dog at one point <laughs> in his life named hippie, so I'm naming my dog after his dog it's weird, right it's You weird. don't normally give dogs legacy names right did and uh, hippies just inherently not i mean i don't know, I, I don't know what your relationship is to hippies, but uh, <laughs> I don't love that goddamn name. fucking hippies. <laughs> yeah I'm more of the like get get out of here hippie, but I don't know that and also I was like
3: you can't rename a five-year-old dog dogs know their name like that's why that's why
1: is it a different dog i mean that's the
3: thing like i watch so many tiktoks of like i mean i've had dogs my parents have a dog you have dogs but like i watch tiktoks all day long of like a big group of dogs like either at like a daycare or like a training or whatever where they call them one by one and they all come yes, their when name. their name is called. Yes. They fucking know their name.
1: Well, we switched Archie at six months to okay. Louie, but that's sort of... They, they both have two syllables, which... So Graham and Hippie he is was already, Louis and He was Louie, and you switched Yeah, to, he's to, Archie. Yeah. yeah. We, almost could, we would have done almost Louie, but we just always had Archie in our minds, and he has adapted to the new name. I mean two syllables he maybe with us he thinks that's his name or yeah his nickname or whatever but he has that's yeah but also i
3: give people a pass if like you adopt an older dog and they have a shitty name and you want to change it like fine like you might still have to you know see how they react but i'm like it's literally your dog like
1: i don't i'm okay just because like you have to take everything with a grain of salt especially on a reality show especially with vanderpump rules and especially with lisa yeah lisa will do things that will (laughs) blow your mind and you'll never know she did them is is a part of this about like graham's previous like paperwork or something that he was registered as a biting dog a menace to society Uh and he was (laughs) registered as having six dog bites on various
3: <laughs> right people like he has no chances left or something i mean it but just, doesn't just, he have like a serial number like yes
1: of course <laughs> of course that's why it's like that theory doesn't make any sense but i can't really see the rationale for why he changed his name right and also why he wasn't a part of this process in any way until lisa walked down the stairs of lake tahoe with right. graham in her arms it's like, well that's a- the
3: thing is like I get so when I ultimately read that entire article, you know, assuming that Rachel's mom isn't full of shit, which
1: I believe her ninety five percent totally. She, it seems like a person who is not accustomed to the spotlight had the worst thing given to their name besides yeah. their daughter, or you know, her daughter being yeah. Raquel, and just gave every single fact. Yeah, and the, the facts were so complicated and exactly. so convoluted that I felt truth in them
3: totally. And like when you actually read it. You know, first of all, I think potentially to give Graham, aka Hippie, benefit of the doubt, I have a feeling he was living a fairly chaotic lifestyle and probably wasn't being taken care of in the way... Assuming he's a high-maintenance dog, he was probably, like, getting shifted around from, like, apartment to whatever, like, her staying over at Sandoval's, like, all this stuff. Like, if you're a high... Like, dogs need, like,
0: structure. Yes.
3: And... Uh, especially if they're like an anxious dog or whatever, yes. so I have a feeling that that probably didn't help his behavioral issue in the first place. Like he needs like an extremely boring person that like doesn't do anything outside and of the wasn't ordinary. Boring enough for him? No, she was like her life was in turmoil. Yeah, and so that probably made it worse. But when you actually read what they went through to try and make it work for him, it was actually all above board.
1: Yeah, and also what we always say, I take back
3: what. We said last time when we were like, I can't think of anything worse.
1: Oh, well, we (laughs) didn't know all the facts. We did not. I don't think Raquel's mom's story had come out yet. We were just getting that first information.
3: All the news headlines were like, she threw him out of a moving car. Uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. And
1: it always just, like, there is no, like, people are like, Raquel is now officially a supervillain or whatever. It's like, there's no way. Raquel's mom is not that villainous. Almost no one except a serial killer or, uh, you know, a psychopath, which we're not, why (laughs) would Raquel's mom also be a psychopath? Right. Would do that. Would try to just, like, throw a dog away. Yeah. It seems like all those steps were taken. I don't know why Raquel wasn't involved in this process more. I don't know why James wasn't alerted beforehand that's the thing why didn't lisa alert james
3: well also the two weird parts to me are like it's all above board they found like a golden doodle rescue like they did everything
1: you could do he was on a biting journey yeah like that? he
3: bit the rescue woman he bit the owner he bit, of the
1: rescue he
3: bit his adopter f- straight after the rescue he,
1: he bit the the guy who was coming in to evaluate <laughs> the no dogs bite <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and so the only weird part is I need more details on the, in the story. It said that the rescue asked Lisa for money.
1: Uh, yeah. That's I need weird. To, I, I need to know when the Vanderpump Dogs Foundation stepped into this story. Right. That's the missing piece. And,
3: and secondarily, why, if they were so desperate to like figure out a solution, why they wouldn't have given James the opportunity to adopt him right. from the rescue. Yes.
1: James, or James, from the trainer. James could have almost been alerted at every step of this journey from Raquel, from him first having a behavioral issue to Raquel going into the mental facility. There are so many ways yeah. that James should have been a part that of said, this. That said,
3: if her mom was the, taking leadership of this, uh, scenario, uh, we must remember that James called this woman a fat bitch at Thanksgiving. Yeah, so maybe she didn't want to call. It. <laughs> but apparently, remember she
1: always talks about his uh, dick size.
3: That's true. So they're enemies.
1: So who who knows? I mean, this story is is stretches <laughs> the limits of credulity. Is that what you say? Stretches yeah. the limits of what I can <laughs> believe. There is a lot of red herrings in here, a lot of pieces that need to be filled. Yeah, and it was more. And then, like we started saying, it's really interesting that Sheena just divulged this entire story. Oh my god! With yeah, almost a scene breakdown. Totally,
3: she wrote like a screenplay. I could imagine it perfectly. Yeah. Um, and then there was a headline saying that she might get in trouble for that, which I was going to say like. Since when are you allowed to just say everything that happens on an upcoming show, which I can imagine them using Lisa coming down with the dog in like the promo?
1: Yeah. They're not even, yeah, I mean, they're not even, they're not supposed to do press, which I guess Amazon Live technically isn't press, but you're definitely probably not allowed to tell specific scenes, and Sheena told another one, too. What was the other one? The other one is, she told on that same Amazon Live, she said that at Lake, in Lake Tahoe, they all went to a meditation retreat together with Tom Sandoval, and Brock decided, I guess, to go golfing that day, (laughs) so it was Tom Sandoval and whoever was left there, Ali, James, and Lala, and Sheena, and... Sheena expected to go with Brock, but she said that the meditation retreat, which who knows, <laughs> or a producer just whispered yeah. and said, Hey, put these two together. Sheena had to do her meditation retreat one on one with Sandoval. It's so <laughs> it's so Sandoval and her have that this hour. Great. Yeah, it, it <laughs> honestly would've it would have been amazing to see if it hadn't been spoiled. So I should have we should have had a spoiler. we had a spoiler alert before this, right? I don't know if
3: We'll put it in the um the notes. That the whole first hour is Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Vanderpump Rules spoilers.
1: <laughs> Major spoilers, and we also have said like we don't really want to spoil season eleven, but it's right. It's, these these are so these stories. Are I feel so like we'll big. forget
3: yeah. by the time it airs, and also
1: who knows what they're going to do or how they're going like to use it. It's like
3: six months away, yeah, or more.
1: And then the last spoiler. Okay, I'm sorry that we spoiled five different things. But this is a real spoiler. I'm just going to tell Amy thirty seconds long. So <laughs> if you don't want any more Vanderpump Rules spoilers, just go thirty seconds uh, starting now. James had See You Next Tuesday on Tuesday again. Oh. Another See You Next like, Tuesday.
3: As in like two days ago?
1: Two days ago. Okay. Uh, at Sir, again, he just did another flash Instagram <laughs> uh, story where he goes, hey, get over here. I'm uh-huh. and, and Sandoval was there. And Sandoval <gasps> and James were photographed and filmed just having a laugh together, talking, sitting. Is Sandoval back? I, I swear, I think, I think that he has made the steps towards sheena's not saying for sure that she's forgiven him yet james i i really think he's on the path to forgiveness oh my god james
3: i know that whatever i'm not you know he's a villain what he did was horrendous etc etc but this gets me excited to watch the show
1: i mean the tides are turning
3: and like i said when this was we were in the thick of the hatred I was saying, you said it, how many seasons, 10 seasons long. Yeah. Every single person on the show has been a villain at some point or another. And they always come back.
1: You put it into perspective. (laughs) I mean, I was like, so in the middle of it that I couldn't even think outside, but you're exactly right. I mean, who like, would have ever thought we could have forgiven Kristen? Who would yeah. have ever thought we could have forgiven Jax, which some would yeah. say we never did. Or James. <laughs> or James. James had horrific things. And he still, he honestly, we, we've said he's it a hundred times. He's gotten
3: through he, it. Yeah, he, he,
1: he had an assault allegation alleged at him at the reunion and no one even batted an eye. Yeah. so
3: He totally
1: skated through. No I one, feel
3: like I see little smatterings of like people bringing stuff up from James's past, but... I feel like it doesn't have momentum, at least not right now. And also Brock got through it.
1: Brock got through it because like Lala... Remember that scene with Lala where she breaks down and just says Brock's such a good person? And we were all like, okay, well, we like Brock (laughs) Moving on. So once the cast moves on and they start to... uh, and we see his progress and we see the actions he took to get forgiveness. I feel like the audience is left just being like, well, we have to defer to the people that know him. We can't just have all this visceral anger at someone that we don't really know. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? I like to be guided by the show itself. Me as well. Where I'm like, I don't really actually care. So just tell me what to think. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I only only cared about, well, I cared about the Sandoval and Scandoval, but I I cared that I was so wrong about someone. I really thought that he had, you know was completely in love with ariana would never do something like this again so that blew my mind
3: totally i mean it definitely like just soured his entire history like now that we're watching season two on patreon like you have to just see him through a different lens of the way that everyone not everyone but so many people on the show have always hated him yeah and you're always like can you chill why do you hate him so much and now you're like i guess you were right i mean
1: Yeah, Stassi and Katie's just blind (laughs) hatred for Sandoval throughout the entire 10 years now makes way more sense.
3: Totally, like they just have been eye-rolling him for 10 years. And you're always like, why are you so mean to him?
1: Yeah. Um, Sorry, I think our last bit of news before we get into it is... That, that Lala, so she was confirming a lot on Amazon Live, too, but she didn't give major spoilers. She just said that Sheena's going to get in trouble. Yeah. And she said that Jax, Brittany, and Kristen are filming their reality show this week. There is a huge chance that right now in Los Angeles, Jax and Brittany are being filmed for oh their spinoff. We're gonna Show.
3: watch it in like February or whatever, and they're gonna be talking about how hot it is, and oh we're gonna God. remember.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, remember <laughs> this when you watch that spinoff. Remember this could be the day when they're talking about how hot it was. W- what do you think overall? Have we talked about the spinoff?
3: I mean, it just sounds boring as fuck.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really worried about how much. Well, oh, oh. So the interesting thing that Lala said is she's rightly saying why the hell do they have a spinoff of their own when everyone wants to just see them back with us and we want to film with them right and they mm. want to film with us so why are there these two separate shows it's right. like you're diluting right. a lot of entertainment we could have just had them be 10 of the entertainment of Vanderpump Rules it would have been amazing
3: right that's the thing that doesn't make sense because it's not like you know if it's still going to be on Bravo or is it supposed to be Peacock
1: I think this is a Peacock do okay
3: Cause I'm like, if the problem is that Bravo is worried about that they were canceled or whatever, even though they're not, they're not. No. Saucy was the one. No, most, Saucy and, uh, Kristen.
1: Kristen is already filming season 11. Like I think she's going to be in scenes. You know? Right. So
3: then what's the point of, you know, if it was a thing where they wanted to keep it separate so that people couldn't get mad that they were letting them back or bad, whatever. I think but... it's
1: bad blood with production between Jax and someone. Okay. And then Kristen doesn't want the toxicity or she's fine being on both and she's right. going to bounce around. But I think Jax has some irrevocable thing that happened once he left the show. Yeah. You know that split that happened after season 8 where he was like, "I didn't get fired, we left." Right. And they were like, "We fired you" or yeah. whatever. They didn't they didn't tell the details of it. I could have I think it could have been very acrimonious. Yeah. And we know Lisa can't stand him. I mean, right. she is like she's I think she's done, right. With Jax, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that would be amazing to see, right? But maybe just Jax can't go back to yeah. Vanderpump Rules.
3: Must be. I would love to know.
1: But that, yeah, but like, what is the plot going to be? I feel like they are going to be so reliant on Schwartz coming over, <laughs> yeah. Lala coming over that it's going to be like, okay, we're just watching like the leftovers from Vanderpump like, Rules, standing season.
3: in their kitchen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean.
3: What if it turns out to be, like, extremely unhinged? Yeah. And it turns into, like, this amazing Whoa. lightning in a bottle. <laughs> well, I,
1: my theory is that Jax is, you know, on his high horse now. He thinks he's been right about everything in his life and that he's never told a lie, he says. <laughs> you know, and then and then he is going to get all George, of his...
3: George, wait, who would never told a lie? Uh, George. george washington
1: yeah (laughs) apparently george washington never told who's
3: johnny appleseed
1: johnny appleseed also never told a lie he was the one who he had a bunch of apple seeds in his bucket and he was wearing um like a hat or whatever like a a characteristic hat and he would just go around and he would plant little apple seeds all across america and that's how we got our apples and then george washington was the first one to cut down johnny appleseed's tree do you remember that i cannot tell if you're fucking with me (laughs) Do you remember George Washington chopped down? Yeah, oh, a cherry tree. I'm sorry, a cherry tree. Right, he didn't want he didn't want a cherry tree. He wanted exclusively apple trees on his <laughs> <laughs> orchard. Anyway, Johnny Appleseed actually is a mythical. What figure. about
3: Davy Crockett?
1: Davy Crockett was one of the first people ever to. I think, um, what was it? He was sort of like a precursor to. Um, Lewis and Clark. Okay. You know, he was just running around. He was sort of a pioneer. And he did would he like... Did he have
3: a coonskin cap?
1: Yeah, he did. He had a very characteristic cap, just like you said. And he would sort of go around <laughs> getting into trouble in the old Wild West in the pioneer days. Okay. He was the first one who was able to chop down trees and build <laughs> fires. And I think he was just had a pioneer spirit.
3: Okay. Did he have like Huck Finn energy?
1: Very much so. <laughs>
3: I'm going to keep this chain. Going. <laughs> this like,
1: how long did I just fake that I know anything about these people? Yeah. David Crockett, yeah. Huckleberry Finn was definitely emulated after Davy Crockett. That was one of Mark Twain's biggest inspirations for both Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry okay. Finn. Sort of, they both encapsulated the ethos of Davy Crockett and a little bit of Johnny Appleseed. Okay.
3: okay. I love this uh, word salad. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely no merit giving, like ai <laughs> no <laughs>
1: absolutely no merit to the last three minutes that were spoken um okay so to end our news segment or whatever i don't think do we we don't have anything else right
3: i don't think so um oh, yeah. oh
1: you said what if it's good oh right right, right. what if it's good <laughs> johnny appleseed what if it's good <laughs> i think that there is a chance that Jax becomes With his hubris, you know that when people have hubris, like Tom Sandoval, it's the detriment to everyone. I mean, mythology has so many instances of hubris. I mean, like Prometheus, when he... Oh
3: my God, Oppenheimer. (laughs) Like,
1: obviously, when Prometheus (laughs) gave the fire of the gods to humanity, they punished him for it. Yeah. Obviously, there's a notable one who flew um, too close to the sun, Icarus. Yes. And he had to be cast down because his wings burned off from the sun.
3: What about the one with the rock up the hill?
1: Yeah, Sisyphusian. Yeah, when (laughs) Sisyphus uh, had to always... Unfortunately, his entire life was spent dedicated to rolling up a boulder, up a hill. And then when he finally reached the top, it would just come back down and he had to do it over again. Yeah. So I think there is, like you said, a lot of Prometheus, Icarus <laughs> type of uh, illusions in this Jackson Britney spinoff. But I think Jax, once the pressure is on and the hubris is up, he is going to go radioactive again. So yeah. I think this could have the potential to be unhinged and right. fun.
3: Yeah, maybe the idea of it being his show quote that he always thought
1: Vanderpump was will make it absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, what are the odds that Jax is a fully changed hashtag dad life, all my bad behavior is behind me and I will never do one thing wrong again. What are the odds that that is true? None. Yeah, yeah, I mean... (laughs) Close to zero. Oh, right, right. Right. I'd like to get it to zero. Um, But... Uh, no, so I think that, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think that there's a lot of allusion to this new Jax persona, and I would yeah. it, be inter- interested to see if the old Jax could come back. That could even be the title of one of the episodes. Yeah. The old Jax is back?
3: Jax is back, Yeah, well, I could, That'll probably
1: be just the first episode, back no matter what. Back
3: in Jax.
1: What's that? Back <laughs> in Jax? Oh, yeah, I, no, I like that one.
3: Like, back in black?
1: That, I think that'd be fun.
3: So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, um... No, I, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we will just have to wait and see. It's
1: my expectations are like not super low. They're also not super high. Yeah. And like I said, or we've said my dream is just put them both together. What the hell is this totally. total separation?
3: Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Want to talk about Roni? Yeah. Okay. Do you? Do we need to get? You know.
3: Do you need a break?
1: I don't. I don't really. I mean, do you? I think
3: I, we could go straight into it. Unless do we need to do an, a break for the?
1: Do you want to do it after Roni, or should we just? Or is a fifty-minute mark good to just take a little break? What do you think?
3: Um, maybe we can do an artificial break.
1: Really, and just not go? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right, everyone. We are going to take a break. We are not pissing, so this is not the certified <laughs> piss break. This is not just a, certified. Yes, this is just a commercial break to let whoever our sponsor is have a little bit of time. So listen to them and then we'll be right back.
3: Bye.
2: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
1: And? We're back. (laughs) We're back. Oh, that was easy. I hope that ad was good. I don't know if we're doing factor meals or Uber Eats or what. We've got some good uh, sponsors.
3: Yeah, um, yeah. Buy up whatever they're selling, gang.
1: They, I, I looked at some of our metrics, and they said that ninety percent of people <laughs> that hear our ads end up buying the things that were uh, given to them.
3: Imagine the numbers if we were reading the ads.
1: Um, a hundred percent, right?
3: Hundred and ten percent. Hundred and ten
1: percent. Yeah, we, you know, okay. Yeah, we need you know those sponsors, and Amy and I are available for any ad reads. That would be amazing.
3: Absolutely. Okay. Um. Roni? So, what did you think about Roni this week?
1: I thought it was dog shit. <laughs> I thought it was so boring. Yeah. I thought it was an absolute slog. I've never been tested, I think, in my all my Bravo <laughs> watching history in terms of how bored I could potentially be yeah. by an episode and by the cast and the pace of the episode, uh-huh. specifically how it was edited, where... 10 to 15 minutes were dedicated to them just getting to the Hamptons and sitting around and then one dinner. And then after dinner, it was like in real time. I mean, I felt like I I really felt like we were just watching their six hour full Hamptons night. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen an episode paced like that before. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's just my general thoughts. I mean, I'm ready to go in, but I really was
3: curious to hear your take. Um, Yeah. I watched it alone. So I had to form my opinion completely solo
1: oh my god how was that
3: <laughs> hard for me um <laughs> but um yeah it felt like you know because usually on a roni for a trip like this we'd be going to like bluestone manor yes. right yes. and then when they get there all hell breaks loose but in this yes. case it wasn't all hell it was like I don't know, just, I mean, like, complaints.
1: Yeah, it w- yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> it was... Um, well, first of all, this trip felt too early in the show.
3: Yes. Uh, Imagine... it was. It's three nights.
1: Three nights with you. So, you have to... We have to always keep in mind that there was probably a month of this show filmed with that other right. housewife. And so, maybe the cheese drama and all this lingering drama happened in the three weeks that they were filming before they cut off this person. Right. So, this trip would have happened... Three weeks into filming, and unfortunately, we get it right now. But that really bodes badly for this cast because the cast really does not know each other, and I don't even feel like they like each other very no. much after watching this episode. Yeah. I don't even think they find merit in each other as people. Right? It was not, it, It's I, uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. It was too early as viewers to for us to be on this trip with them. So they yeah. should have. They should have reshot or, I don't know, figured out the pace because. I didn't not want to I wasn't ready I don't know them enough to be on a trip with them and see yeah. all their like weird trip foibles and right. all this stuff so the pacing was bad also just how long it took I mean did you notice that we spent <laughs> 10 full minutes in the car with them yeah and the only thing that was dramatically revealed was that Jessel hasn't had sex in a, I know a year which
3: ultimately was just a depressing conversation where I was like you guys mind your fucking business
1: Right, which is like, yeah, that's that was definitely my thought. Also, they are so, like, they are so fixated on sex because that is like the right. entertainment, uh, like the it's the like thing a that they can
3: fast track,
1: fast track to entertainment. It's yeah. like, okay, can we talk about sex, different positions, like we said last When's week?
3: When's the last time you had sex, or In- yeah, like what's your. Freak number. Like. Yeah,
1: and where's the wildest place you had sex? Ugh. I swear. I feel like their next episode, they're going to ask, where's the wildest place you've had sex? Yeah. I think the preview even had that in it. Uh-huh. It's like this conversation. Like, we don't know. First of all, everything is affected by the fact that we don't know them yet. So nothing is like endearing and fun yet. Yeah. And also just using sex for all of their entertainment is just so boring right I mean, it's like we need to get to that place later when we actually care about you
3: right all. no it definitely feels specifically like Aaron hates everyone yeah um which i understand in this specific instance they're extremely high maintenance and uh i would be annoyed if i was hosting them too jenna feels like she doesn't need to be doing this She doesn't, she doesn't act above it, but she acts just
1: uncomfortable. She, she is actually, yeah, she's uncomfortable because she is, she didn't watch Roni or Uh maybe she did, but she is not, she's not like embedded with the housewives DNA that all of them have. Yeah. They've all like, I I swear they were like clockwork orange, like (laughs) uploaded, (laughs) uploaded with every (laughs) single archetype and every single, you know, dramatic staple of New yes new york and, and housewives they feel that way like can yeah. i have you for a second yeah let's complain let's talk about sex jenna is just like right uh, like in the preview she's like i went home for the night because i didn't want to stay here and wake you guys up at 6 8 or whatever her <laughs> justification is she's like why do i have to stay in the house with you all right and they try you know what i mean it's yeah like, she just doesn't abide by the rules of that the housewives franchise like them right and it's actually that's a better experience. I wish they didn't know. Like you always say, it's like now they've been raised on housewives. So it makes them much worse. It makes them harder to watch. So I felt that a lot.
3: Yeah. Um, And uh, I will say though, that um, Aaron's house was maybe the most set up for the number of people that I've ever seen. I know everyone had, had a nice room with a bathroom.
1: Yeah. Well, Jessel still managed to complain <laughs> that she know. had the kids' room. I was or like,
3: sorry that there's like a rainbow on the wall. Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah. Well, I also could don't not- get me
3: started on Jessel's complaints. We'll get there. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, do you want to go? <laughs> I mean, I I really just have general big thoughts because yeah. there's only three scenes here, right? I mean, there's only so, three.
3: Yeah, they're complaining about the fact that there will only be caviar served, which so- I'm like, well, why didn't you like get a sandwich for the car ride?
1: I have so many thoughts on this on this food drama. First of all, I cannot believe their instinct was to complain about food again after so an boring. episode who fucking cares fully dedicated about cheese. Also, why can't Aaron? Which is, it, I'm not blaming Aaron, yeah. but can there just be two or three foods? Yeah. Why 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 does everything have to be? This is the a only thing. lunch. <laughs> this is a pizza lunch, right? I, I, even any host, you have three options. So right. I don't know. I, and there was like other stuff. Like crudités. There, yeah, there was vegetables. Yeah. And stuff. She had catering. Yeah. So well,
3: that I, was also weird that she hired a specifically caviar caterer. And so then two people were standing there the entire time just putting caviar on chips where I was like, why don't you just like make one platter and fuck off. Yeah. Oh, and then it, everyone can just like make their own. Why do we need two human beings standing uh, there serving up like one chip I at a no time?
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, Erin could have definitely done that plate on her own completely right. and probably done a better job and also had more variety of food. Those right. people were completely wasted. But I was
3: also annoyed that there were like three separate complaints or shade about putting caviar on potato chips. And I'm like, I don't I have I don't think I've even ever had caviar, but I am on Instagram and I know how the world works. And these bitches live in New York city and claim to be so bougie that they won't go to catch restaurant. Everyone knows you put caviar on potato chips. Like Martha Stewart does that. It's like the most commonplace serving ever. So they were really grasping at straws. They were like, you're not even going to give me a canapé. Oh, that this is, you're going to go high and low, like giving her shit about, I was like, what are you talking about?
1: Yes, I, I, that's how I felt the entire time. Uh, just speaking because you said it, Sai fell off like six points for me in terms of my enjoyment of her. Yeah, she's complaining about everything. She's the toilet paper, two ply toilet paper. There's no house in the world that would ever have one ply. <laughs> Could you really imagine Aaron's house having one ply toilet paper?
3: No. Although she did say, I watched, I watched what happens. Oh, oh, okay. If it, if it gets and, uh, if there's more justification, well, this not there. really, but um they were um first of all they showed a montage of all the things that different housewives have brought to their uh, host's house including so like, like ramona air conditioning that's just to make it like this right.
1: is so in line with all of the other right, exactly. like amazing moments of other franchises but
3: aaron said um because candy was the other guest and she was like do you have because Candy, like, just didn't... Clearly didn't watch the show. <laughs> she, like... Everything that they were talking about, they had to tell Candy what they were talking about. And uh, Candy was like, well, do you have shitty toilet paper? And she was like, well, sometimes I buy the organic kind. And Candy was like... Gave, like, side eye, like, hmm. uh, okay. All right. Well,
1: Aaron shouldn't have said anything. She was. She should have said, of course I have 2 <laughs> Yeah, I do paper.
3: the Charmin softest yeah. toilet paper. But, yeah, that was extra...
1: But, but why, like... Why, okay, so we already said sex is is you know yeah. where they're deriving entertainment. They're also deriving so much entertainment, or they think it's entertaining, to just complain nonstop about everything. Right? What, mm-hmm. When did complaining? I know Ramona complains. I know Luann right. and Sonya complain, like complaining about the fish room, yeah, or whatever. But we knew them, and we knew yeah. what set them off, and we had so much other history with them. They are just ninety five percent of the time they are complaining about really dumb. Oh my god! Yeah, stuff.
3: they're like. So, yeah, there was the the food and then the toilet paper. And then um, they talk about uh, Aaron t- brings up dill again for uh, Jenna.
1: And he goes, I'm going to give Jenna a, f- a full <laughs> load of dill. Like, it's like, why? She doesn't like it. That's cares? Not, that's not funny.
3: And then later, when they're at the restaurant, uh, they talk about how in the morning... She's going to make breakfast before they work out. And they're all like, oh, like I cannot eat before I work out. And she's like, okay, never mind. And then she's like, we'll just have coffee. And then Jenna's like, well, is it this very specific kind of coffee? coffee. And I'm like, I'm going to kill everyone. Like, what the fuck? is wrong with you i have
1: no clue i i, I don't know they're like putting erin through her paces or whatever like just trying to give her shit i think jenna is legitimately doing it but it just comes off because right. all of them are doing it it just sounds awful yeah you know, that she's like, also complaining when she's
3: doing the tour of who gets what room Sai makes a joke like this closet's not going to work for me do you have a accommodations that are la- larger and then she caves and says just kidding but erin is like no i don't Cause she's like, I don't even care if you're joking. I can't hear one more thing.
1: Yeah. And then Aaron. Okay. So my overall like theory of this is that like last week's episode, we were both fine with. Yeah. It was like better than we expected. Yeah. I was like a B level thing. It was like the cast is pretty good or whatever, but you need to know like what's going to happen next episode to really, you know, judge it. This was for me worst case (laughs) scenario of what this show will ultimately be. Uh I was so down on it. Yeah. I mean,
3: well, the thing is, I'm curious, like, do you think that everything that happened in it was like a try hard moment? Like, do you think all of Uba's Antics yes. at the restaurant. That was yes. bullshit. It was, like,
1: it was it was like a fake Sonia moment, right? Sonia, you know, would have gone to the kitchen and said like, "The chef is so handsome. Like, right. can I get your number or whatever." But it would have felt organic. Uba just felt like she, I'm she's the like, silly one. I stole one. a can, and, it, and Aaron's like, "Please put that back." It's really <laughs> weird to steal a can. I just it, that 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 didn't give me the same like fun, right? Uh, off the off the wall vibe or whatever. Yeah, that I think she wanted to portray. Also, it was like. I mean, we're just fully going in, like yeah. random moments. Like when they arrived at the restaurant, Uba started twerking. Yeah. And Jenna goes, The twerking has begun and it's like, What? You guys weren't having fun at all? And and and, and, and then she's like, The party's sober. Here. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she goes, The party's here and it's like you guys were not partying. There was no. absolutely
3: nothing Everyone fun was about like your... womp womp. Yeah.
1: There's nothing fun about your Hamptons time. Your the the ride there was so boring and then now you're pretending like you guys are like this vibrant fun group did right. i already say that like aaron surprised me in terms of like she was so much less fun than i imagined she was very much just like <laughs> she standoffish, was like
3: pissed just
1: and, and i like pissed but she wasn't <laughs> giving it back to them she right. wasn't like aaron you had like a 50 opportunities to say shut up and yeah like enjoy what i give you like right. you're being monster yeah and yeah yeah she doesn't say it right and, and jenna doesn't say whenever they offend her which i know i calls out yeah
3: if they need it I guess they did, again, like the way Emily wasn't on the Wyoming trip. Maybe they needed Bryn the, on yes. this trip, which she gets there next week, and maybe she'll liven things up a little bit. But
1: that's a huge bad sign. If already we feel the <laughs> loss of Bryn, one, yeah. we took one out, Bryn, and she was. <laughs> Uh, responsible for 90% of the fun of your yeah. group. And also then they show the preview for next week. And every single scene was a Brynn <laughs> scene. Did you yeah. watch the preview? They're like,
3: she says she wants to have sex with the trainer. Yeah.
1: And yeah. they're like, don't worry. Brynn is back. I'm yeah. sorry. That was so boring. <laughs> like without- we
3: gave her a steroid shot and got her out of bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. For, for real. Yeah. I mean, it would be like in old Roni, if Luann was missing, uh, the Bluestone Manor trip would never be horrific without right. her. They would be having so much fun before right. her, and then Luann would just add to well,
3: it. well like I said again I don't want to be a toxic person but when I heard that yeah. two out right. of the however many how many are there
1: let's go through them Aaron Jessel Cy Bryn Uba Jenna is there only six yeah, is there anyone I'm missing? They had seven, and then they they right. dropped them like a bad habit. two out
3: of six sober, it,
1: not good. Come on, and they buried the lead with that. They waited <laughs> till the second episode. I was like,
3: you conned us, right? They they
1: they, <laughs> they really did. They they kept the fact that which I don't. We don't want to glamorize you could drinking. Do one. Two out of six? (laughs) Right. I can have Jill Zarin not drink.
3: Yeah. Well, Uh, she's also insane enough that it doesn't matter. Right.
1: But Uba and Jenna, I did like when Uba said, um, I got high one time and I immediately went to the hospital. (laughs) I was like... I got you there. That is exactly. I'm on board with that. If I did a weed brownie, I swear you would see me in an ambulance going to the hospital in one hour. So I like that. I like that. She said, my life is just so perfect that my body, anytime I get away from my perfect life, it tries to bring me back (laughs) into reality. All right. At least you justified that you drink or smoke She,
3: even though I think her antics are kind of fake, um, she, I think at least has energy yes whereas jenna needs to be lubed up i think yes and i don't think it's gonna happen so i just don't know where we're gonna go with her and like her you know main storyline this week or like her reveal was that like her mom has very recently passed
1: jenna's yeah. yeah
3: and she opens up about her genetic disorder yes that i mentioned last week um so it was all kind of like serious and like sad stuff. Like her mom had Asperger's and so she never connected with her mom. Yes. And then Aaron was like, it makes a lot of sense that Jenna's mom was a cold bitch because that's how she is. Yeah, I was exactly. like, Oh shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, um, I don't think she, I don't think Aaron realized how loaded that was to say, it sounded like that was just like her <laughs> first thought. That right. Came to mind.
3: I mean, it's hard because Jenna just seems like a normal person. Yeah. And like, she's chic like her car is so dope i was like yeah, obsessed was, with her car Yeah. That was cool. um but that's not necessarily a housewives make um and then i feel like whenever the sex stuff does come up and even though it's annoying and like disingenuous she's always like well it's different with girls so yeah. we don't need to talk about that yeah and it's kind of like okay so like we get nothing from you and and she won't talk about her relationship we've discovered yes so it's like well
1: but i i really don't know what the point of that was by the time this is airing everyone will know who she's uh, dating and i guess that person specifically said i don't want to be a part of the show right but i think you still have to reference them i mean the only equivalent i can think of is lala not at all (laughs) referencing randall and that was that led for a full season of you know intrigue about who it was so this is not the right strategy you should say who it is but then let them know they don't want to appear on camera in a subtle way
3: and as we all know nothing pisses off a fellow housewife more than when they have to reveal more than another
0: yep like that
3: will tear them apart yep um and then yeah so they in the car on the way they force jessel to reveal she hasn't had sex in like two years yep and they will not let it go and i'm like First of all, we've talked about this. It is such an annoying... It's an annoying trope in what you were saying of that. A fast track to make things spicy in conversation. But secondly, it's total bullshit a la Lala again who talked about being a freak for so many years. And then you find out she also hadn't had sex in years. Yeah, I know. And I'm like... I dare any of you guys to reveal how long it's actually been since you've had sex because every housewife always acts like they get laid every day. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no
1: way. Uba put the like, the what the like the threshold to a, the highest level Eight I've ever heard in night. my life she was like you only have sex one time in one day we I, I don't even take off my clothes for that I do it what six times seven people I think people were like okay, they were like what all right all right Uba.
3: <laughs> and then Jessel I think Jessel was even lying when they were like okay but how many times did you have sex before? And great. she goes, I don't know, Four. like three yeah. to Four. five times a week. Yeah. And I was like, That's also bullshit. And then
1: she goes, I still give him blowjobs regularly. It's oh my like, god, wait, that's what you're doing? I
3: was like, You're at least still giving him blowjobs, right? And she was like, Of course. And I'm so like, he just That's gets, so depressing. So
1: he just gets blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, once he gets a week the great no, end of the with, deal with no sex <laughs> in, in a year and a half. What a yeah, what a trade off that's been in your household. I
3: was like, This is all upsetting and wrong. Everyone's full of shit. Everyone it's like currency. Like people want to act like they're richer than they are and that they have sex more than they do. And everyone's fucking lying. And also this isn't sex related, but kind of putting on airs related. Aaron said on watch what happens live. Um, Andy asked her what the best, which housewife has the best resale value of their home. Oh right. And Aaron said, well, they don't all own. So, yeah. and I was so, like, I wonder so, which ones. So sigh. Probably.
1: Si doesn't own it. Um, um, we
3: haven't seen where Bryn lives, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where Bryn lives? She's, like, living in a producer's apartment or something. Living at Villa Rosa. Yeah. Which, did we talk about that last week? We did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they're, again, going after Jessel about, you know, that she doesn't have sex enough, and, like, then she gets into... I feel like she's, like, the, the weak mouse yes. that they're all gonna, like, go after, where... She said, you know, they made her talk about where she met her husband and then it's revealed they were roommates first. And then I know that later down the line, there's going to be drama with her husband. So I feel like we're leading to a point where like she has like a false marriage. And then she revealed that she never told her mom that she did IVF, which she did five times. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's such a big deal to do that. Yeah. Like physically yeah, and like mentally, her, wow. like that's a huge part of your life when you're doing that.
1: Yeah. And also she said, didn't she say that like they were roommates and then her mom came over <laughs> and said, this man is, the that your roommate is in love with you. Yeah. You got to marry this man. They had a kind of a strange origin story.
3: Totally. I mean, she was like, I never thought of him that way ever.
1: Right. And <laughs> I, I, I guess you could, you could presume that they just, she still doesn't think about him. Exactly. That way.
3: And then she was like, he got kicked out of his apartment because he was throwing too many parties, which she framed as if that was like charming. And I was like, that's like insane. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He was throwing too many parties? Yeah. That's like Aaron saying her husband when she looked behind the floorboards when he was banging her from behind that she saw a bunch of thongs, thongs. on his floors. Like, shrugged. really? Like, what? Six thongs? Just like this thong wasteland that you saw and you go, cool. This guy was really getting it <laughs> so in. So fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're right. Instead of actually talking about wealth, which they still do, sex bragging is the next level. And I never yeah. even thought about that. I'm like, that put
3: your money where your mouth is like Sonya.
1: Yeah. When we, when I, I like, Sonia When we see says. Sonia just pressed up against a truck and Billy Richard is like going to town on her, you're like, you know that they had sex th- together. Sonia
3: is the good, the bad, and the ugly of being sexually active. Where yes. you're like, are you okay?
1: <laughs> For sure. If you're going to brag about sex, be like Sonia. But,
3: I'm like, that's the real tea on yeah. having sex five times a
1: week. Well, yeah. Um, so do you, like, I mean, do you want to get to, you know, Jessel's? The or lingerie
3: like is like, so. We need to talk about this. So
1: first, okay, so the lingerie is sort of like, I'll say draped, like lingerie throughout the episode. (laughs) They talk about it in the car. They go, we should get you some lingerie to spice up your husband so you're not just giving him blowies. And she's like, that could be good. And then they (laughs) get to the house and Jenna, Jenna goes, hey, yeah, I've got the lingerie for all of you guys. Either, did she... Did she buy it and pick that out or did production just say, hey, hey. She's like, I
3: actually happen to have brought an item for everyone. So there's
1: no way that Jenna actually picked out lingerie. I mean, I don't know, but then she got so offended by it. Right. But then why did they say in the car, we're going to get lingerie for you to spice up your sex life. Then Jenna happened to have it. And then she gets offended when Jessel and Uba all complain about their lingerie. It was was, very weird. uh, There's something fishy going on there. So Um, let's just assume that Jenna uh, decided that it would be a good idea to... The
3: way that like Aaron provided pajamas, but that's like she hosted and like that's just, that's different than just Jenna bringing lingerie. It would make more sense if she had a lingerie line or something and then she like brought it for everyone. But I think it was just random And she just picked it out, which, okay, so first of all, Jenna Lyons is like a style maven. Mm -hmm. So you, I guess, would take to heart, except that they don't know each other. So she could only pick out to the best of her ability without really knowing you what your vibe is or whatever.
1: (laughs) She got Jessel's vibe down to a (laughs) science. I mean,
3: to Jessel's credit, I'm not being a bitch. It just... She also like styled it poorly. If I'm being specific, she probably could have worn a bra underneath. I think she could have sty- well, she could have jazzed it up to make it work.
1: Well, I've never I've never seen someone more uncomfortable in clothing in <laughs> she my had, life. Like, her she, shoulders. She, down. She, she was like stomping around, like <laughs> like the, she, like the clothes like physically didn't want to be on her. And yeah, they were like rebelling it weighed like her ten pounds. She's stomping around. She looks so miserable in this thing. I, I yeah. think that she is so. Um, embarrassed to be captured on film wearing this thing which like, like why reason, did she
3: put it on did they like force her to put it, it on it hid
1: her like nothing in the world that she had to wear this she thinks ugly lingerie <laughs> and she's screaming about she it.
3: said it was Grinch vibes yes and it,
1: and she talks for four minutes and the episode was called Oh Christmas Tree and I was like what the that hell that was confusing not, uh, I was like uh, it's not Christmas she's, just because she says she looks like a Christmas tree right? which that does not which warrant. it's like
3: emerald it's yeah. like a more like a teal yeah so Uba and- makes
1: fun of hers I think Sai even tries to make fun of hers for a second. Yeah. Uh, Aaron likes her. She's fine with it or whatever. And then yeah, Jessel has a meltdown, yeah. which was actually, I think even though I hated it and I thought it was so lame, it was and entertaining, it came out of nowhere. It was actually the most entertaining moment right. because if Jenna actually did pick out that lingerie, I could imagine her being extremely. Totally.
3: Offended. I mean, first of all, she was pissed off that it was a large, it was like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. I, and she like goes, she d- was like i would prefer an extra small and yeah. i'm like well
1: yeah i'm sure you would and she goes don't we did jenna even look at my instagram and see how <laughs> comfortable i am with my naked skin and the earth tones i wear it's like no she didn't obviously not
3: she's trudging around she goes this is hideous i would never wear this this is hideous
1: she's like i hate this does anybody else hate their lingerie i hate this so much jenna this lingerie sucks (laughs) uba's saying it too yeah
3: and then uba's like i take it back i love it like whatever yeah Yeah, yeah, uba comes
1: out and she's like proud in it finally yeah or she realizes it's not the time to complain
3: right she realizes and i'm like okay so first of all if jessel hated it so much why wouldn't you put it on look in the mirror and be like whoo i hate that not going down in that because she
1: was cool not and-
3: everyone else not everyone was wearing theirs so she could have just been like eh, i'm not gonna wear that in front of you guys don't well, want to
1: yeah jenna wasn't
3: jenna wasn't and then i think someone else had ended up changing into like real pajamas oh But okay. i wore
1: hers Aaron wore hers for a second maybe then Aaron changed i, I yeah. don't remember but
3: um it's like okay you could have just swapped out of it so obviously you like wanted to make a stink about it yeah. um and then but yeah uh Cy, first aaron says uh in her confessional um she's being like so fucking rude and she doesn't realize it which is weird um so yeah it's like if someone gives you a gift you obviously don't say that yeah. in front of them and then Si says in her confessional that jenna doesn't have the balls to call her out, yeah. and she said that she would be like, fuck you, give it yeah. back then, or whatever. So,
1: size so, so like, actually, fuck Jenna even more. I'm going <laughs> to complain about more stuff, and also she should, she should totally tell me Why didn't anyone else
3: say, why are you saying no that? No one will.
1: Aaron had a hundred opportunities this episode to push back on these complaining people in her home. Right. Jenna has had two opportunities. They were ruining her clothes last week. Yeah. L- literally in front of her. Yeah. And then this week they're insulting her clothes. They're treating her like shit.
3: Is it because they don't know each other yes. well enough yet? Yeah, You think? Yeah.
1: Totally. Jenna is just like, I'm, I'm not. First of all, she's probably not confrontational except yeah. in business when she probably screams <laughs> like, like uh, anything that yeah. her sub- uh, she's like always be sub- closing subordinates do yeah she's probably a complete tyrant <laughs> to her staff but she doesn't feel comfortable talking about this also to to unfortunately add a uh, some doubt in here or talk about production what if jessel didn't thought these were from production because they talked about lingerie and right. jenna didn't actually get these right. or, or something you know i mean yeah i i want to assume that jenna did buy these and yeah. purchase them but also if jessel just didn't know she thought that i don't know that was a production element to the shoot or something maybe that's why she was complaining but regardless she complained more than i've ever heard anyone (laughs) complain about yeah
3: i was thinking to myself because i am also anti-confrontational um but i'm like i'm pretty sure in that instance i would feel outraged enough to be like fuck you
1: yeah i was just thinking the same thing (laughs) i am not confrontational at all but if I was in Aaron's position, even <laughs> I would be able to say, Can you please cool it on the food? Let's not talk about food again. Please yeah. just, you know, eat this or yeah. or get yourself your own food.
3: I would have been like,
1: <laughs> She sort of did it, but not. Yeah.
3: For about the food, I would have been like, Fine, you can host me at your Hampton's house. Then, oh, guess what? You don't fucking have one. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell
1: yeah. Well, maybe we should write Aaron for if there's a situation. Yeah, we should write her.
3: And then for Jenna, I would have been like, all right, you fucking, I thought you had big Grinch energy. Grinch is dope. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Jenna could have, well, she probably, maybe she will, but she could have totally turned that around and say, you know, that's the most expensive one or I thought right. you'd love it or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah or it's it's just, just
3: like made her feel really bad and be like, wow, I put a lot of thought and care into choosing those. Um, totally. I'm sorry that you hate it so much. I will go kill myself.
1: Totally. <laughs> they think Jenna is a, a, a they think, they're they're split. They think Jenna is the coolest one that everybody's gonna love and yeah. she is also also the most successful, but they also think she's an easy target yeah. it, for them to uh, you know, go off on. And so they're trying to figure out which road they should probably take. Should we all go in on <laughs> Jenna and start to make fun of her and tell her she's like lame and awkward? Right. Or should we have reverence for her because the audience is gonna love Jenna and we're gonna look right. like villains.
3: Yeah. Um Yeah, they sort of I feel like Yeah, there was no real movement made on, so she had another, Jenna had another heart-to-heart moment, she had the one about her mom, and then she opened up about getting outed by the New York Post, which I started to sit up in my seat a little bit, I was like, ooh, this is interesting, this is what I wanted to hear about, Yes, Um, because I remember this, like, uh, pre uh, that scandal, like, shortly, I don't know the timeline, but... When she was at her peak, this happened like at her peak. Like she was on Oprah while she was still with her husband. And I think she lived in like Brooklyn in like a brownstone. Um, And they were talking about her empire and all this stuff. Um, And like shortly, because I remember when the scandal happened being like, I just saw her on Oprah and everything seemed great. And then it like her life like was in crumbles. So that was like a big like gossip. Yes. Headline. And I feel like no one was very like the conversation kind of fizzled
1: yeah they were just like okay and seen they were like oh that's crazy yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it did it did fizzle out they didn't really they didn't really uh harp on it anymore or talk about it or it didn't lead to a more deeper conversation it was sort of the last conversation at the table and then i think everybody went up and got went to the bathroom right (laughs) right didn't they
3: yes yes
1: (laughs) um
3: also um i did think it was funny that during the conversation about her being gay everyone was eating oysters
1: <laughs> oh wow what did you think uh i'm sorry what it was did giving
3: you... cunnilingus energy
1: oh so when like they
3: just like kept cutting to people eating oysters while she was talking about like lesbian sex do
1: you think the editors were purposefully juxtaposing those two I do. scenes wow that's <laughs> interesting wow, I, didn't, I didn't notice that at all
3: and then it was revealed that no one at the table knows who billy jean king is
1: well i didn't know <laughs> You don't. I looked it. I looked it up. She. She's uh, famous. I, I'm sorry. I I felt like <laughs> sigh at that goddamn table. I had no idea who Billy Jean King was. i
3: I thought that was another. I feel like it just bec- is becoming more and more clear that Jenna is like not. I was gonna say from another generation, but not that she's that much older, but just like a different world. Yeah. And it's like gonna be very difficult for her to connect with these people. Yeah, like they I, need to give her someone. Like, she needs a new friend.
1: Can I I ask you a hypothetical? Yes. Do you care? An on-the-spot hypothetical? Do you think (laughs) that a season of old Roni with potentially Leah gone, yeah, maybe Ebony stays, and then Jenna and Bryn were added to the cast of old Roni, how much better of a season of Roni would that have been?
3: (sighs) I think that could have been fun because...
1: Bryn provides the jealous, youthful... (laughs) sonia in her younger days fun charismatic that they would all hate
3: until they they pick her apart like uh tinsley
1: yes totally (laughs) jenna provides the carol which we need i think that is such an underrated viewpoint yeah you know in these franchises and then i thought ebony got a raw deal being on that season yeah she was under leah's wing which anyone under leah's wing will fucking flounder i think leah (laughs) is one of the the worst housewives there's ever been okay so ebony i i would give her another shot yeah i don't think i this liked
3: she sh- ebony i feel like she got handed the mantle of yes. the blm summer taskmaster totally, totally. which like shouldn't have been
1: her job and maybe producers were even like can you please enlighten our cast on these issues i feel and, like they
3: definitely did and
1: Ebony was like okay okay sh- yeah sure if you i want also me th- to.
3: i think it was both that they wanted someone to do that and that she was happy to do that because yes. she's yeah. a news woman or well, it what's was her like job
1: on Southern charm. She was like, yeah, if, exactly. if you want me to approach these subjects, I will. And also I feel these things. So totally. I'm going to tell this cast of mostly white cast members, right? Wh- how they should be thinking about like these things. Which is
3: like an unfair position. Totally. Um, and like, she didn't get to shine because she had a job to do that's why i'm (laughs) saying i didn't
1: say fire ebony that's why no i know i'm saying
3: like i was just talking about this the other day where i liked her like she wasn't scared of the other women which is hard to find yes she you know was great at leveling with them you know um but yeah she got I think harped yeah. down by like the election of it all. Yes. And it was just kind of like a slog.
1: Well, I think one season also is just not enough time. If someone is, is not truly awful. Like Diana Jenkins. I was like one season. Oh she God. should have been fired halfway through. Totally, it's Like get her off. Our yeah, television. She's ruining it. But Ebony, there was some, there were some good moments from her. I, she got relegated to a bad season. So keep her Add Jenna and Bren. Yeah. That cast is smoking don't you think i
3: think it could be good because i feel like jenna would be perhaps shaken up by these (laughs) women wait wait
1: wait (laughs) by louis and sonia (laughs) and ramona yes (laughs) yeah i'll i'll say (laughs)
3: but like it's hard but would she be shaken up and lighten up or would she be made uncomfortable and shut down well, like a turtle in a have
1: I think she could have a similar progression uh, as Carol, where it's like, yeah. if you start to make legitimate friends with these people that you think are the <laughs> oddest people you've ever met in your life. She would make bonds with them. Say Dorinda. She might yeah. really love Dorinda. If, if Dorinda yeah. was back, I, I say in this hypothetical, Dorinda is back. Yeah. She'll, she'll find nuance and fun in all of the cast members, just like Carol did. And I mean, anyway, I don't want to. I'm like crying because of this <laughs> opportunity could have been so much better than, right. I can't believe that in daddy diaries, he woke up one morning and he goes, I had a dream. It was the best <laughs> dream I've ever had in my life. I'm gonna completely cancel Rony and recast it and then give make Rony legacy happen. That's like the worst decision yeah. that's ever happened.
3: Well, it he's said multiple times on Watch What Happens, like, um I think Candy said on that episode that she um maybe she watched the first one. She said that she f- thinks it feels fresh and then there was someone else who says it, t- it seems fresh i think candy said that and someone else fresh sa- is
1: the most like overrated buzzword <laughs> of all time like after two seasons is it fresh right like fresh is such a ridiculous connotation
3: someone else was saying i wrote it down on um one of these uh there was watch it was um um who was on oh tamra loves it and she said... I know you hate her. She said it reminds her of sex in the city.
1: It does? That's well, I what guess. she said. Yeah. I mean, um, and just like that, she means? I
3: guess. Um, and both... I think both Candy and maybe Tamara too said something along the lines of the old one can still exist or something like that. And Andy was like, yes, thank you. Like, he keeps implying that there can still be the old one. And I don't know if he means historically or moving forward
1: well two things first of all what housewife is going to go and watch what happens live and have the <laughs> bravery to say <laughs> right. to andy's face they don't like the new roni right. no one would ever say that right not not one not one person because andy would not like you you, you right. just said live on yeah. <laughs> television that you don't like the new roni yeah you're giving father shut them. down immediately yeah and then second um, he may not. They might not have a choice. The ratings for New Roni were horrendous. The, well, he
3: posted a a real twist. Did you see that? Yes, it was he the said, most
1: caveated statistics I've ever seen in my life. They mean nothing. <laughs> it was like the second, highest
3: Sunday night on Bravo this
1: year. Second highest. It was second. I highest. think it was second. <laughs> I was like, how many caveats in this? Stat, which didn't you, you
3: say that Atlanta has not been doing well this year? Didn't you say that?
1: Yeah, Atlanta's doing okay. I mean, I think it's still well. It's usually ratings.
3: the it's- highest rated show on the network. Yes, yeah, it's, it's in
1: its like 0. 0.8 era. Like, uh-huh. so that's eight hundred thousand. Yeah, so under a-, a million. Anything over a million is generally good, especially with like streaming n- numbers and everything. Yeah. Um. So Ron- Roni first episode had 0. 0.7 So seven hundred thousand, I uh-huh. think. And the the second episode had. 500,000 so uh-huh. a, somebody said a 24% drop that is the highest drop ever in a rony history between episodes yeah there's never been a drop like that so that means people who I thought it was an okay episode yeah that means a lot of people said no more for me yeah and then if that is the second episode people are going to drop off even higher That that's the worst trajectory to have
3: yeah, so anyway, I also it might be like, think it's kind of weird that it's on sunday
1: i know don't you think yeah i I, yeah i find it very i think it should be on like thursday there's way too much on sunday now that we're we're live watchers it's it's atlanta (laughs) new york and crappy lake yeah uh,
3: i feel like new york is like a weeknight show yeah
1: totally like
3: for some reason like atlanta feels i feel like atlanta's been on sunday for a while
1: I never watched live in my yeah. whole era of. I you could know, be wrong, but Bravo and everything has been the last like three years when it was all just like Peacock or Hulu. Yeah. so I I have no sense of their yeah right live schedule. So
3: I don't know. I feel like Roni should be on like because OC is on Wednesdays. Do you think right? it
1: should be on like Mondays and people will be like, oh man, work was so awful. So this is mildly <laughs> more enjoyable than work. <sighs>
3: Wait, so you
1: didn't you didn't think this episode was as bad as I did.
3: I mean, there are like so many little things to pick apart yes. that I want to know more about, like Jenna. I want to see if Jenna's going to wake up. I want to see I want to know more about Jessel's even though I think Jessel's extremely boring, She's quite the honestly. Link. But I think that there's going to be some there there about her marriage and I wrote down, so it was Candy and Aaron on Watch What Happens Live. They talked about, um, Andy asked Aaron about the Jessel not having sex, whatever. And then, like I said, Candy, like, didn't watch the episode. So they go, Candy, they found out on this episode that another housewife hadn't had sex in two years. And Candy's like, What? Because wow. we know Candy's not, I don't think Candy's full of shit about her sex life. That's very important to her. Yeah. So that's like her identity. candy coated nights yes um but candy goes well her immediate response without any other information is well like are they allowed to fuck other people right (laughs) and the crowd was like oh my god and she was (laughs) like well she was like somebody's fucking him yeah (laughs) i know yeah and i was like that's hilarious like she just like didn't watch the show but yeah. given that one bare fact, yeah. she's out of, out like somebody else, like they're fucking other people then. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, I think that's a natural reaction to hearing that someone hasn't had sex in yeah, two years. And yeah. then
3: there's, it kind of felt like the vibe is that maybe the, that conversation is to
1: come. All right. More sex talk from Jessel. Thank God. I can't wait for <laughs> episode three. What a thrill. Also, so,
3: yeah. um, this is more on the Atlanta conversation, but Bolo comes up. Yeah. Uh, the huge dick stripper from a couple of, seasons of ago yeah and uh because i guess candy's the one that knows bolo she's the one that hired him and andy asked about bolo and she goes actually um <laughs> he's on a show with eva
1: what show I Bolo need to look and it eva? up
3: <laughs> and andy was like you're kidding me she was like yeah he's pursuing an acting career <laughs> and andy goes can he act she goes yeah
1: Eva, I actually liked in UGT season two. Yeah. I, I didn't. Her stoner era. Yeah. I did not enjoy <laughs> her in Atlanta. I felt like she was a bit of a snooze. Yeah. But her in small doses was fun around that group. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, uh, that's that's interesting. So I'm excited to see Bolo. That was funny. That's fun. Yeah. Very fun.
3: Um,
1: Does that, well, we're not doing Atlanta yet, right?
3: No, but that was, um, and the last thing I'll say about that is that the caviar woman was the bartender.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The, chips, the potato chips and caviar person? Yeah. And, and who was on candy and Aaron. Yeah. Did Aaron say, this is it. Um, I love this. Andy was
3: uh, saying that it was all delicious. And candy said, I love Pringles. Oh, perfect. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, watch what happens. Live was good. Then
3: it was fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's all very TBD still. I don't know how long it's going to take to get its groove. Um, I feel like it, partially got botched because of the casting switch up mm-hmm. like the timeline is weird yes but um, that could have
1: potentially been saved if the cast members were <laughs> engaging and fun to right. watch
3: um and then i agree with you that it was weird to throw in a trip so early
1: yes for the viewer even though we don't know what right what like, led to it.
3: when they you know got got there and aaron was like they're only staying three nights i don't know what they brought all this stuff for i was like three nights
1: three night oh my god a guest it should be like one night a guest is like fish they yeah you know what i'm talking about they start to stink after three <laughs> that's d- three days.
3: nights is a long time
1: <laughs> three nights <laughs> two nights i like, like okay. freaked
3: out i was like whoa it should be like 48 hours tops for
1: sure that was that was a long they were like let's mine as much as we can from this trip they were probably like this is like bluestone manor point you know 2.0 this is yeah. gonna be great let's get them here for a long time let's have them like start to get what's that called like when like when you're in an environment for too long you get sort of like what's that called stir crazy. stir yeah stir crazy <laughs> let's let them get like that it turns into a shutter island yeah.
3: but yeah i was like i've had enough of like so uba's like i need provisions i need to sit facing north i'm gonna go in the kitchen i'm gonna yeah. steal a can i'm gonna have sex eight times a night like it's giving I'm fake just like, all right
1: fake kooky a little bit
3: yeah and i'm like can you just get drunk
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Can you please secretly get her a huge, gigantic uh, beer?
3: But that's what Aaron was saying. She was like, "Thank God she doesn't drink." If this is how she acts, but I was like, mm. "That was
1: just that was just for the audience." I was like, "Don't get sad that she doesn't drink. She's just as wild if she did." And it's like,
3: also, did you notice that Jessel ordered a espresso martini with tequila? No, that sounds disgusting.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing.
3: I screamed. I was like, "What?" <laughs> because <laughs> um uh who was it um aaron i think ordered a gin martini and Sai ordered a vodka martini okay. and then jessel was like i'll have a espresso martini with tequila and i was like excuse me
1: yeah that's that's wild order i would never a
3: tequila martini first of all
1: yes i don't sounds think it... what yeah i don't think those would go good but you know and who then knows?
3: espresso I mean... is like Espresso martini, they're kind of, like, creamy.
1: Right. Well, it's Jessel's world, and we're all living <laughs> in it, right?
3: I am confused. And then, yeah, Sober Sally's over on the other side. I'm just afraid that nothing's ever going to happen. But maybe Bryn will bring the funk.
1: Yeah, yes. I mean, Bryn will. It already The previews already were more entertaining than 41 minutes of this show, but I don't think it's re- sustainable for one cast member right. to provide all of the fun. So
3: Right. Well, maybe she'll jolt everyone else into
0: something
3: <laughs> they'll wake up yeah, yeah possibly
1: well do you want to switch over to something that i actually found to be beautiful and profound yeah real housewives of orange county yes do you care you want me to say my thoughts first so i don't i don't know st- or do you want to say your thoughts first just generally yeah. on this is episode?
3: this backyard bikini clash
1: this is backyard <laughs> bikini clash and i was so you know <laughs> surprised how much i really liked this episode overall there's action it was really fun overall yeah. the fun vibe was like almost to a 10 yeah a couple flop moments gina <laughs> yeah some you know low low-key heather moments or yeah. whatever but she was few and far between but overall this was a fun action-packed
3: yeah and i know episode. you specifically like how it started
1: oh yeah so i mean how did how did you feel just before we start getting into it how did you like did you because we've been sort of like oc's it's like a six out of ten it's like not not horrible it's not great no
3: yeah it had a lot going for it the the beginning was fun um that whole um pool party was fun and like we had like a new like villain Maybe question mark character come in. Yeah. Um, oh, she seemed pretty nice. Well, I just mean like <laughs> yeah, right. a bringer right. of drama. Right, right. And then the end
1: Whoa, was yeah. crazy. Yeah, so good. So- okay, so we both, you both <laughs> liked this. I mean, I, I liked it a lot more than the last four episodes. Yeah. So it starts out, and you <laughs> could not have AI generated a better scene for me in Orange <laughs> County history. It was Emily and Shane getting waxed they're specifically their noses yeah right and and their um their banter as an all-time high they're being so fun with each other shane is like the spotlight is on him and he is not letting it go like uh he he's getting his nose hair he's getting his ass completely waxed he goes can i get some of that ass hair on my head do you (laughs) remember when he said that yeah and then uh he goes What else did he say? He was like, Emily, you do your nose or whatever, but can you also get your ass (laughs) Yeah, and she
3: goes, he's an ass man. He was like, I don't like hairy butts, though.
1: Yeah, and they're telling this wax artist all of this stuff about his sexual, um, what's that called, proclivities. Yeah,
3: and then they do a montage of him spanking her ass and requesting anal sex. Yeah,
1: and we've commented on this. We didn't even know (laughs) that ultimately there was going to be a montage. We've cataloged every single time he smacked yeah. Emily's ass, and we got the full retrospective yeah. seven times. She said he <laughs> takes photos of her ass. Yeah, he eats her ass. What else did he <laughs> say? She, he smacks it. Yeah, he looks at it through a telescope. <laughs> yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. She later in the episode says they do sex tapes. Yes.
1: I, it was like it was so. It that was I was like, God damn, Are the do the producers know that Emily <laughs> and Shane are like providing the most joy? They, they they've made so many sex tapes, and she said Emily. He she goes. Shane's a goddamn freak. And we yeah. watched the sex tapes.
3: Yeah. That was, wasn't it yeah. awesome? <laughs> she let it all hang out.
1: Yeah, that was so cool. I mean, Emily is coming for the crown of the OC, and she deserves it. Totally. I think, in my opinion. Yeah.
3: She was on Watch What Happens after, oh. and she looks
1: great. Okay. So sometimes Watch What Happens live appearances dispel my love for them because if they're not good off the cuff or they do something yeah. lame. No, she she was great. She was? Yeah. Emily adhered to the persona that I know and love.
3: No, she's super fun. And Andy actually, because, you know, Andy always makes the women be honest about what they've had done. Um, And he made sure to uh, ask her about Ozempic because he's on a tirade. He's always asking everyone about Ozempic. Um, But she confirmed, which we already talked about because she talked about it on like Jeff Lewis's podcast that she got lipo and a breast reduction and she he was like what about ozempic and she was like she said she only did ozempic for six weeks to jump start her weight loss journey um
1: i would still classify that as well, being yeah. on ozempic right? sure
3: um but uh he was like because i think he felt bad that this whole ozempic season of the past year he keeps complimenting the women on looking great and i think he got shit for making it uh you know, complimenting weight loss, uh-huh. you know, when yeah, they right. should feel fine to look how they looked before or whatever. So he made it very clear that, um, he loved thick Emily.
1: He said that, well,
3: no, he said, I loved, I thought you were beautiful before. Oh, and okay. that's the Emily I fell in love with. Oh, okay. So he was basically saying right. like, don't ever change. And she was like, I love that Emily too. She was hot, but I guess she's obsessed with fitness now. Yeah. And she also, this is the sad part said she barely drinks anymore.
1: Emily said that? Yeah. Because Gina also doesn't drink. I know. Okay. Well, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Emily is, I'd say, a rare cast member to where I think they provide a lot of fun and enjoyment and are funny inherently to where yeah. i did like when she got drunk as hell and yeah. screamed at kelly when kelly <laughs> called shane a little dork yeah which was awful of kelly totally. she is not a dork <laughs> at all <But> he's cool <laughs> he's so cool that's one of my favorite moments in no yeah history.
3: emily's personality shines through yes. like she doesn't require alcohol but it like does camera. concern me yeah Tamara, this comes up on this episode again, where I'm like, how many times can you apologize for getting too drunk until you like have an actual problem? Yeah,
1: and also I don't believe that she's blackout <laughs> drunk and doesn't remember. Yeah, I, I totally believe it. that she remembers she threw a napkin in her face. She even had a one-liner like already for the right. napkin throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to what general or, or go through these scenes? How how do you feel? Sure. I mean, we're, we're we're sort of you know you and I are cooking with gasoline, <laughs> and we're 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 already. One hour and 42 minutes. I don't, yeah. Should we be general? Because we have to go to crappy and... Uh, sure,
3: yeah. We can do like highlights. So there was quickly the Shane stuff at the beginning. There was kind of an uneventful Balboa Island moment.
1: Although, Jen revealed that Taylor calls Jen Big Daddy, which I really liked. <laughs> and she has no reason for it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. Um, have you been to Balboa Island?
1: I- I've been to... Um, I, I don't think I've been to the island. I've been in Newport Beach okay. and, like, gotten, um, like, the banana stand yeah. there. Like, chocolate-covered bananas or whatever. But yeah. I don't think I've taken the It's uh, super fairy. cute. Okay. It's fun. All right, cool. Um,
3: I went last yeah, summer. Yeah, not a
1: lot happened there.
3: Um, Except Kennedy was there. And it's crazy that we've known her so long.
1: I know. She was four. Ugh when she was given that birthday party, that she'll never remember. Ugh, that was like,
3: one of the most depressing scenes in Housewife history.
1: Yeah, that was... She's
3: been through so much, that poor gal.
1: Yeah, I mean, think think about it. I mean, she probably can't watch Beverly Hills at all.
3: No. Yeah, it's dark. Um, and then Gina meets up with her ex and his new girlfriend. It's boring. And then... Um, boring, right, you said? Totally boring. But I wrote down, didn't she say before that her ex's new girlfriend looks like kelly dodd did
1: didn't that she? happen because yes she, she did. looks exactly like kelly yeah dodd. it was I, uh, for a second when i looked up i was like taking a note or something i looked up i was like god dang it wait <laughs> kelly's for, back for a second <laughs> yeah and i she, just wrote down looks like kelly dodd <laughs> yeah she really looks like her um but i her, feel like
3: that maybe came up at one point
1: um yeah i think so yeah I think you're right because she does she looks remarkably like yeah. Kelly Dodd. Uh, i think matt seemed like a total dickhead yeah like he was just like bad energy he's like i'm hungry uh, is anybody <laughs> gonna cook me food he throws the ball at his kid and he goes oh god damn you missed the ball dude or whatever i was like this guy sucks and the yeah. the difference between him and travis is so apparent she went from like a, a jock frat boy dickhead mm-hmm. type to travis who's like the like a, such a sweet loving yeah guy i was like damn matt looks like so shitty right
3: me. yeah that was yeah Boring. <laughs> totally boring. I was like,
1: almost both Gina scenes you could have just erased. I sort of liked the later Gina scene with Travis yeah. where they got a little sweet. But yeah. Gina Gina is kryptonite for the entertainment of a show. Yeah. When she's even in the mix of drama, you don't want her opinion because she falsely ra- ratchets up the drama. Yeah. And then her alone scenes, you just do not want. They're boring.
3: No. Gina, no. I,
1: I, I really, I have to wonder how Gina has left. I think she's on four seasons now.
3: I know. I feel like for some reason they are holding on to her and Emily being a package deal, and like I, they're not even like BFF. They're, like they're who really cares? not. And, and,
1: and two seasons ago, uh, Gina fully wrote off Emily for drama and like yeah. tried to like fully throw her to the wolves, and then had yeah. to like come crawling back. I yeah. think when the response was bad. Jean and I think they liked obviously her marital struggle, but that's over. She's with Travis. That's not happening again. I not, do not, not
3: need to see her real estate journey move oh forward. That would be so no. boring. So
1: I just... I, like, her... The merit of her... I just... I mean, no offense, Gina. I, I know you listen to Turtle Time, so I'm sorry <laughs> to go so in on you. But this... It's just not the proper outlet for your... For you. Right. I, I don't think. In my opinion. I know.
3: Yeah. I love Emily. I'm glad that Emily has... Gone on to form other relationships because she's much more fun to watch with like everyone else. Which, For sure, in this next scene, they go to like a dive bar called the Swallows Inn. There's some great, which
1: was fun. There's some great locations in yes. this episode. I loved Mozambique. I love yeah. Swallows Inn. I was like, I- I've never seen this, felt like a uh- fish out of water. Like, I do not know why they vibe. went
3: there. I thought they went there for something specific. Think, like I thought they were going to go line dancing you or something.
1: Ryan's vibe now? Cowboy oh, Maybe Ryan? He was yeah. just like, hey, you got to go to the Swallows Inn.
3: Yeah, I couldn't understand why they were there because I mean, it was just to be together yeah, and they, they were drinking champagne at this dive bar, which is funny because that's something I would do.
1: I mean, I did want to go to Swallows Inn though. Totally. I thought, like, that was that was cool. Yeah. Um, but then just they, the only um, the only purpose of the scene was to Talk about the Shannon, like there's something going on with Shannon and John's relationship. And Tamara says that Heather <laughs> is being awful by spreading this gossip. She goes, she's Heather doesn't give a up. shit. Yeah. she goes, Heather doesn't give a shit about Shannon in any way. So she's just spreading rumors, which we haven't seen Heather right. say anything about yeah, the this, yeah, yeah. this Shannon and John relationship. So Tamara has a full blown one sided, just <laughs> fully uh, dramatic arc. That she wants to, you know, falsely yeah. push out into the world. I She's, like
3: that Emily was like, "Please don't throw me under the bus if you move forward." With
1: yeah, uh, Tamara just lays out her plan very specifically, which I thought was really unique. Where I, you don't normally know how like shitty and devious and disloyal. Uh, Tamara as being, I felt like she sort of, she got, um, she lost her skill a little bit. In this (laughs) scene, she clearly says what she's going to do. I think that Heather has bad intentions for telling these secrets about Shannon, which is not true. Heather is a good person. Heather is not spreading slanderous gossip to Shannon's detriment. So it's already fake, a false accusation. Then she goes, if Heather's telling people, I I forget what else she said, she's not coming from a place of concern. So I'm going to tell Shannon immediately what Heather is saying. It's just like, I've never seen, it's so, um, like put in such a neat bow of how Tamra is going to act.
3: I love that everyone coming after Heather has made you have to defend Heather who you don't even like. I know. (laughs) Yeah. But I,
1: I will stick up for the underdog and, and I think it's a full fake narrative that they're pushing on Heather. Right. Condescending, which, you know, whatever you can say it, but she is, but you can't say that Heather doesn't legitimately care about people and isn't trying to be a good friend to people. She's forgiven a lot from Shannon and from Tamra. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't sense any ulterior motives from Heather at all, so I got to give her her due. Yeah. And I and you know, I dislike I dislike how performative Tamara is. Right. And I felt like the scene was a very good representation of how Tamara acts.
3: Totally. Yeah. Um and then um I mean, there's some bullshit, but Well, most- well
1: one thing to know Because I think it, so Jen and Ryan's relationship, I am now fully like conspiracy theory. Every, I was, I was so, I was one of those people do not pry into their relationship. I'm fine with Jen and Ryan. The things we're learning about Ryan are like, I think someone already memed this or whatever, but it's giving mini Louie vibes, (laughs) like a little Louie in training with not so much financial, like shady shit, but just a bad guy i mean we found out this episode that well first of all he calls um uh jen unprompted and goes hey honey just checking in how beautiful you are to make sure that you're still as beautiful and a magical creature <laughs> as you were when i left off which is like okay man yeah, yeah that's the call that you definitely always make to your significant yeah. when you're not on camera and then he goes hey and also just so you know do you have all of your friends numbers because i'm gonna uh-huh. blast out a huge new dick pic to all of them it's like oh it's not funny. It's, like, <laughs> dick, it's not funny that no. you blasted out a dick pic potentially to your children and your <laughs> wife's or your, your girlfriend's very good friend. It's yeah. Not,
3: it's not. No, right. it's not funny. Um, On Watch What Happens Live, they talk about him and Emily just straight up says that he's a douchebag. Oh, damn. She was just like, he's a douchebag. Emily said
1: that? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was wrong about Ryan. Now that the, the spotlight is on him, he is showing his horrible personality, his horrible humor. The fact that he thinks his dick pic thing is funny and he's trying to run with it with merch is awful. The, oh, and then we learned that 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 break was a total Ryan constructed break right. that they had. Jane yeah. was like, I, I didn't know what the boundaries of this break were. were. She, she goes, I was so hurt when he went and slept with someone. We yeah. were officially on she a break. She was like, don't
3: act like I'm not upset about it. I'm just accepting it. So
1: you officially, you officially could say that, tamra and everyone is justified because ryan did cheat on jen right technically she didn't say let's take some time off and you know right. have sex with other people yeah she's just she's the
3: conversation just, does seem to be morphing into everyone being like why don't you care yes. like why are you letting him do this yes um and so this is like kind of jumping ahead but the storyline starts she starts to say that heather amin is doing all of this because she was in love with Ryan right. and that she was pissed that he went with her and on watch what happens live. Tamra said that Heather has a type and without going into detail said that that type is usually an NBA player or NFL player.
1: Got it. Copy <laughs> it. <Copy that> <laughs> yeah.
3: And, uh, then, um, she said that Jen was afraid when that infidelity happened. Um, that happened around the time when she was getting cast on the show this is what tamara said so take it with a grain of salt but she said that jen was afraid that she wouldn't get cast if she broke up with ryan because that relationship would be off the table storyline wise tamara said that yes oh
0: yeah that's
3: it's kind I of mean, interesting
1: that is interesting i mean it's i <laughs> hate i hate knowing the like mechanics of reality television and that it's sort of you know right. suspends disbelief but it's funny that she would just let this horrific <laughs> human who cheated on her. And yeah, and it's like dick they're still together. Her. So um,
3: and then the last thing I'll say about this back and forth is that um, uh, I guess uh, Jen went to law school for one year, but she dropped out and that Jen said that Emily uh, didn't go to real law school because apparently where Emily went to law school lost its accreditation. <laughs> Jen said that about Emily? Yeah. When? Um, Tamara said that she said that oh. on Watch What Happens Live. Wow. And then Emily's like, it was accredited when I went there. They lost it recently.
1: <laughs> you, you still are accredited if it was accredited at the time. That's, that's I know, really but that's cool. still so embarrassing. Wait, so Jen, presumably Jen hates Emily, right? I guess. Damn. All right, well, I'm looking forward to, to that. More to come. More to come. So then are we in the, we're in the pool party era, yes. right? Slip and slide. Yeah. Fun. Champagne gun vibes yes i love that emily was like can i borrow shane's mom's house to host a party i mean for that house friend? is sick it's awesome yeah. perry's
3: house yeah we love it yeah um i liked that um uh when tamra and heather amin walk in together heather says to tamra tammy it's not time to go hammy
1: i <laughs> really like that there are a lot of good quotables in this also when Emily arrives with her friend who apparently, like, everyone thinks she has, like, a, you know, an amazing body. uh, Taylor goes, how the hell are you friends with this person? And Emily says something just off the cuff. She goes, when you have a hot friend like this, it just shows how confident you are. I was like, god damn, what a great response and thing (laughs) to say. I never heard that before. I love that. That was kind of fun.
3: Yeah. Um, This is, they go into all the sex tape stuff. Heather uh, says that she could never do that because as an actress yeah. she would just very, be too self-conscious
1: very self-aware commentary she said she said i hate myself even watching me on a sitcom so i can never do sex <laughs> anything she also says i would probably be looking at the camera and then she kind of does a funny yeah look through the camera she while did she's some comedy yeah. yeah i was like okay heather <laughs> this is the perfect to think i i think amount of like heather i, I need yeah uh, just just small doses she's great but i don't think she should have the burden of being the number one housewife because right. it makes her seem overrated yeah she's
3: more supporting yes totally. and it was do you think that her scuba suit was self-aware a comedy or do you think that's just so if, much how she is that she can't help but be funny
1: i assumed it was legitimately because she did not <laughs> want this disgusting water to be on her body but uh, even if it was it was pretty funny yeah it was very funny. and then
3: shannon spanks the two of them yeah. shannon's in her like bike short to, like, full bodysuit Spanx. Yes. Yes. It's, like, the least flattering thing ever. And the two of them, when everyone else is, like, spray-tanned six-pack, like, bikini babes. And then the two of them are yes. just, like, a disaster. It was yeah. very funny.
1: Yeah, it, w- it was so funny. Um, Emily says that, that Heather's dressed up like a whale trainer at SeaWorld, <laughs> which was absolutely accurate. Yeah, I just love...
3: <laughs> she's so um, uptight, which, honestly, is so smart, though, because I... The balls it takes to do a fucking slip and slide in your forties on TV, I can't imagine. Why?
1: What, what what I mean,
3: I would never fucking do that. Why?
1: Oh, is it like for for pain? pain?
3: Well just
1: Wait, I'm gonna be forty in three years. I can't go <laughs> on slip you and You can do anymore. it.
3: It's just first of all, like your tits are guaranteed to pop out, first of all, but obviously like Tamara flashes the camera like every week and, anyways. And Emily. Yeah, Did they don't give a shit um but like your tits are definitely gonna pop out like it's not gonna be flattering even though i thought they all actually look great but i'm just saying it takes a bold woman Uh, to feel confident enough to do that Sorry,
1: i thought you meant anybody over 40 okay (laughs) you're you're saying tits well whatever
3: i just mean i would be like terrified about about what the footage looks like so heather probably thought about that and was like fuck that i'm wearing a wetsuit
1: yeah, so Heather calculated <laughs> right. I mean, it was fun. Uh, Emily, when she did her slip and slide, her first one, they, they slow it down. She biffed her face so oh my hard. Oh, God.
3: I was afraid she, she was going to, like, knock her teeth out. And she out. was just
1: like, don't talk about it. Yeah, I'm she not didn't her. care. Yeah, I mean, that was good. I mean, I wouldn't want to. That could have like, been pen. bad. Yeah, that, it was so bad. She, like, flopped right in her face.
3: She um, could have ended up, like, Max on Vanderpump with all his teeth out totally or she know
1: yeah so but in the in the midst of this like kind of fun champagne gun slip and slide there's self tanner or whatever yeah. all on the slip and slide thing heather's wearing a wetsuit basically then there's this heather amin and um tamra confrontation which is so awful of tamra obviously yeah, i can't yeah, say yeah. it enough to just confront jen with <laughs> she's her ex- like
3: you may have uh, met her before awful
1: <laughs> awful i like that jen said when she's dressed in all black she goes i'm dressing in all black so just bury me yeah. she's like i want to die
3: she literally can't stand to stay at that party for more than one hour she's like all yeah. right my duty is done i had that conversation So then they
1: have this much hyped con- confrontation which was actually awful you just you feel fingerprints of a producer or Tamara all over it i also my my least favorite trope of all time is when three people are having a confrontation that is about them and yeah. then all the housewives get <laughs> nervous that there's no screen time for them instead of just like Doing a champagne gun, shotgun, or keep yeah. slip and sliding, they just they feel like they're not going <laughs> to get 10 minutes of screen time. You know, and they can't be... Yeah. So then they
3: all... So Shannon was giving drunk, though. Like, Shannon felt like she, like, wandered in. <laughs> I,
1: I, Shannon, Shannon gets a pass. She, you can get one friend who comes over, but Emily's was actually the yeah. lamest thing I think I've ever seen Emily yeah. do. She was, I'm the hostess party, so I wanted to make sure you're okay, as if you don't know that a fight could potentially right. happen. Well, like, they
3: immediately abort once she comes over. They're like, all right. No, mm-hmm. you,
1: right, then Emily comes. Then Gina is there, because Gina's like, oh, I can't get left out either. Yeah. Then Taylor comes. Then it's this 10-person <laughs> group. Group huddled <laughs> around three people having a conversation. They, I thought that was that that was like lame as hell. Yeah. And they all leave. They leave it to just Tamara and Jen. And Jen just, or sorry, Tamara just yeah. goes, "I'm sorry, I blacked out. I feel so bad. I want to end this now." Right. Heather Amin and her conversation was nothing. Right. Heather Amin just goes, "Jen, I'm sorry. I just wanted you to know that." I I don't even know what Heather said. It was so boring. Tamara just folds like laundry and says, I'm sorry. I'll never do this again. Or Jen goes, did they
3: like actually get to the bottom? So like Heather was saying like, I don't appreciate that. All of this is getting sicked on me as the, you know, bringer of the well, tea or whatever and then it kept cutting to tamra being like heather told me heather j- told me so i'm like are you guys gonna have a confrontation yeah. now about how tamra told everyone that this was all your fault blame tamra
1: <laughs> yeah basically jen has a shitty relationship and she is getting all the wrath of the cast members for just having a sh- maintaining a shitty relationship right and tamra is trying to make herself in the middle of it by saying ryan told her he wanted to fuck her when right he in the gym and then heather is just like i wasn't the one who told those stories or whatever, but Tamra was specifically the one who told her. Yeah. And then I, I thought Tamra would try to continue her, her, um, you know, uh, tirade against Jen, but I think she's all set now on Heather and she's like saving all of her wrath for Heather to tell Shannon in the next yeah. scene. So this ends, it like ends yeah. with a dud. Uh, Jen says, I don't think I'll trust Tamra, you know, much longer, which. Right. Call.
3: Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I just wrote down, I don't remember what, um, Emily says to Shane, but his response is, "Is Shane handsome?"
1: Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> um, uh, Shane asked "Did Tamra take her top off at the slip and slide?" And Tamra did, and Emily also did. And um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emily goes, "Did it does a bear shit in the woods?" Is the sky blue? And Shane goes, "Is Shane handsome?" And I was like, <laughs> Love "Every him. moment he's just giving the best." It was so great. Love it. Oh, uh, and then they show a very quick scene of of. Jen and Ryan at an intuitive healer. And I was like, this episode is already giving me so much fun, li- like silly yeah. stuff. All of a sudden the healer just goes, which it's okay. Right. I mean, I, I, it's not offensive. Yeah. It's not, it's not offensive. Right. It's just a healer. She yeah. goes, Hi, <laughs> and then they pan to Ryan and Jen, and they're just closing their eyes, listening to this intuitive. Yeah, I was like, "What
3: wow. are they there for?" It gave us no real context. Right. It was
1: just. It was one of those, you know, yeah. very uh, what like almost B roll. Yeah, uh, yeah, And then
3: it ends with him saying, "Like I wrote in my journal this week," and they're like, "Good job." And then it's
1: over. I could have seen more of that session. Yeah,
3: right? <laughs> I know. I need to know more. It's giving yeah. Jacks Reiki. Healer,
1: Uh, scene. I don't really think we need to talk about it. The only merit of it was that she gets vulnerable. And I think legitimately cries thinking about how beautiful her life is with Travis. Yeah. She makes him a meal. She's talking about how awful her life was. She never, she's so happy. The things that happened to her happened because ultimately she wouldn't have made it to this place in her life. And I'm like, great, Gina. That was a sweet, vulnerable, vulnerable moment. I like it, but let's, let's have fun again. Yeah.
3: Also, did you notice that, um, they showed her, mentor or whatever her real estate mentor and his name is dave archuleta and there's a famous american idol contestant named david archuleta
1: <laughs> i completely i don't know why i watched this episode <laughs> three times i missed that what his it name was like
3: was? they did a they when she was saying she got approved to take the exam or whatever i think they did like a quick insert of her doing a zoom with her future team or whatever And it wasn't but, him
1: no. Okay. Just it was similar. like an older man. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he had to change his name to Dave? Maybe. I was, was like,
3: it's funny that they still showed it but I guess it was probably part of their like agreement
1: they put a lot of extraneous gina scenes in this lace throughout like them going to the meat counter which wasn't funny right playground like this had an unnecessary amount of gina i
3: know i really think that they think she's so much more charming than i find her like they're like it's the long island it's the italian she uses jarred sauce i'm like i don't give a fuck
1: I, Sorry. what does she say no me neither <laughs> it, it just is, it's yeah for some reason there's someone in production that's like this is all endearing and charming and silly and it's just it does not read that way at all the jar yeah I think thing, that
3: they think she's not funny that it's like the upstairs downstairs like she's the American dream of housewives or something where you know she lived in the casita and now she's trying to like work her way back and I'm like I don't care
1: I don't care either I do not care yeah I don't care. Then, okay. Then they're like, okay, sorry we threw this Gina scene in there. Whatever. <laughs> we
2: are giving you Mozambique. Give us what we want.
1: Give us what we want. <laughs> so I already was enticed by this restaurant. I've walked by that on okay. the PCH after going to the beach in Dana Point. Uh-huh. One time, uh, me, my friend Rachel, and Megan, we were like, let's get a margarita after the beach. We walked by Mozambique, and uh-huh. I was like, this place looks awesome it's all um stones uh-huh. and, it, and it has a rooftop it looks so fun they were unfortunately closed okay. so we had to go somewhere else but i was like is that the restaurant that i almost got to go to and now that i've seen it i want to yeah. go back there so bad it, it looks, looks great awesome yeah margaritas parrots i love the whole vibe no, it of the looks building great yeah and then vicky has already had oh well yeah vicky is there yeah and she's has she's already had three shots of tequila she's ready to whoop it up she comes in like a wrecking ball yep. do you say
3: yep she says that she's spending her time between Newport, Puerto Vallarta, and Coto. Yeah. She's a new man.
1: Tamara goes, I can never pin you down. You're never in town. And Vicky goes, I have to get away so I don't feel sad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, Vicky, no. <laughs>
3: yeah. She said her son has bought a place in San Diego. I
1: loved those quick updates. Yeah. Like, they're just Brianna's like, hey, in the, Illinois. the Vicky Digest. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. She, Brenna.
3: Yeah. She's been dating a guy for a year, this man, uh, Vicky.
1: Oh, oh, right. 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 Yeah.
3: Um, who we'll see. Um, and then, uh, there, uh, Shannon comes, she says, uh, what did she say? She's like, she does her thing where she speaks Spanish. She loves to speak Spanish. She goes, loco buen tiempo with tres amigas. Shannon said that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh wow. I don't remember that. (laughs) I love when Shannon speaks Spanish. It's very funny. Yeah, that is very fun. Um, but yeah, it was exciting to see them all together again. Um, they start doing a prayer,
1: yeah Vicky Vicky says she, Vicky is you know on one because First of all, she wants to appear entertaining on camera, which yes. that's fine. Also, she seemed legitimately excited. They're in a fun environment. They're drinking yes. margaritas. So she prays and she goes, you know, dear Jesus, can please, can we whoop it up today? And, and Tamara's like, you're praying to whoop it up to God? And he's like, and she's like, God knows me. He would want me to whoop it up. Yeah, she says,
3: Jesus understands who I am. Yeah. And
1: then they're doing quick cuts of like how much fun they're having. Like they're drinking, they're being silly. It, you do see the camaraderie. I think I've told you before, though, but, like, them, they they have the worst impulses together sometimes, yeah. and they can provide some of the worst scenes in OC history when they're being performative and fake and pretending they're drunk and screaming for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. So I like it in small doses. I like how they cut this, but I'm still worried, potentially, when the, if the Trace Amigas are reunited, if they're going to fall back in those right. drunken sort of... um, What's that called? Just, just like over-the-top exchanges with each other. Like, we're the party girls. Right. I I just, you know. Yeah. So
3: I did like, it was interesting when, so Tamara starts to try and open Pandora's box about Heather. Very inorganic. Yeah. And um, Vicky says, you know, I never really fucked with Heather. Like, you know. And she made an interesting point that, I had never thought about. She said that Vicky feels like Heather looks down on her because she has an insurance company, which is honestly like so funny because I feel like Vicky has such pride for her business. And all she ever talks about is that like she works hard and makes money and whatever. And it's funny that she has self-awareness that someone, not that I agree, like she's running an empire in the Kodo insurance, but that someone could think that that's like tacky or low grade you know what i mean like that's interesting that she has that whether or not she's actually self-conscious about it she is aware that someone could think that (laughs) i mean
1: (laughs) mean, knowing heather i can just imagine that heather was you know (laughs) condescending to vicky and it's not necessarily for insurance empire i mean is plastic surgeon that much better (laughs) and then heather's imd you know her acting career i mean
3: a doctor has cachet
1: okay all right yeah maybe yeah some people i guess (laughs) but
3: i just thought that was interesting where i was like i never would have thought of that dynamic before but um yeah and then of course Tamara tries to say it without saying it
1: what but (laughs) Tamara goes do you consider heather a friend and he goes i don't know sort of we had a rough patch do you think heather would ever say anything (laughs) bad about you
3: do you think that she keeps your secrets yes or no (laughs) and then
1: she goes Oh, wait, sorry. Are you trying She's... to say that Heather doesn't? And Tamara gives this little stinker face like she knows the secrets. And Vicky's like, oh, you know, what's the what's the tea? Like, <laughs> you know, I want to know, too. We have to know what's going on. And then Shannon. Oh, oh uh, so apparently, All hell breaks loose. Yeah, apparently there is some smoking gun between Shannon and John that Shannon gets up. She's s- like, is it about what I think it's
3: about? She runs over to Video Village. Yeah.
1: Totally. She goes, this can't come out. If what I think is being talked about comes out this season, me and John are done. You can kiss our relationship. Goodbye. So then it's like, okay, maybe Tamara was validated in bringing this up right now. However, she got to this point. It, I guess it is worthwhile that we have to know what this John and, uh, uh Shannon drama. Is. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, it was very sloppily handled, but yeah. ultimately we get a fourth wall break because there's some explosive thing. What, yeah, what could this? What could this I be? No,
3: do you think it's that like he cheated, but she wouldn't allow that?
1: And why would this? Why would this? Why would that? That would ruin their their relationship once it was found out that right. Shannon like forgave him for cheating. Right. I, I don't. Do it's you, weird. Do you think it was a little bit of a contrived fourth wall break? <laughs> Shannon doesn't seem that like right that she would go to that.
3: Well, uh, on Watch What Happens, Andy says that. Um, that she does that multiple more times oh, this really? season <laughs> yeah. wow. Wow. okay all um, right. maybe shannon
1: does just break the fourth wall all the time
3: but they also um tamra uh he kind of asks like what that was about and i couldn't tell if she was using discretion or if there's not that much there but she sort of never said what it was okay it almost seemed like maybe there wasn't anything really there or she says something about that they never really found out or something so sh- like that
1: wow so shannon just like did all of that and like stops production basically for a rumor that doesn't right. even really have any effect on them it's well weird, we know that but they, obviously they broke up yeah, yeah they broke up yeah, yeah so
3: yeah they asked emily um if she was surprised it was like a game of like on a scale of one to 10 or one to five or whatever and emily was like negative a million surprised like we all knew they were gonna break up yeah okay
1: damn wow emily was really bringing it with her like i told you she's good opinions um (laughs) so i think i mean this episode was just fun i mean everything we talked about was fun vicky's uh what's that called resurgence was so fun to see i mean i'll take any vicky i can get and that was great (laughs) gina moments were obviously boring we already talked about that and then Tamara has a little bit of fake drama drudging or whatever but ultimately i liked where it led yeah you know this this shannon fourth wall break yeah and overall i'd say like 80 percent of the episode was just like fun totally especially the slip and slide part totally
3: do you think that next week is gonna pick up during the fourth wall or do you think that's over
1: i i think they should yeah you know pick up like it doesn't seem like shannon was done and i also feel like i don't know did they give it to be continued I don't remember. What about when Vicky goes? And then there was one. Yeah. She's just alone at the table like laughing. But like people need to be comfortable. This is a housewives note. If any if any housewife listens, cast member, when the drama is on some other people and you're not the focus of it, just yeah chill yeah you don't have to be in every single scene you're not gonna get fired if you miss one scene at the pool party and you're not in the drama it actually sometimes looks cooler if you're just standing apart and like having fun on your own vicky just should have just sat there what if vicky would have done a shot it would have been the perfect (laughs) segue to see her and you're just like damn vicky's like rip roaring by herself yeah so
3: yeah it is funny that it does seem like there's no it seems like they will all actually probably be friends till they
1: die. Yes, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I I don't think, I mean, uh, Vicky has never had a worse friend in her life than Tamara. <laughs> if you watch OC over again, Tamara has thrown Vicky under the bus a hundred times and yeah. Vicky just keeps coming back because ultimately she just loves Tamara. Tamara has been so awful to Vicky. She's been awful to Shannon. <laughs> and for some reason they just say that's Tamara's character. You just have to, take this yeah. from her you have they to take an evil disloyal person <laughs> who talks shit about you all the time but that's Tamara.
3: they did a game uh where they showed a screenshot of Tamara screaming and you had to guess who she was screaming at and at least like three of the times it was vicky <laughs> yeah
1: the overrated that's my opinion what's the other one our
3: fans disagree
1: <laughs> I, I i saw i finally saw the con i finally saw the context of it that was at a reunion right it was, yeah it was something about brooks or whatever and vicky's yeah. like stop giving your opinion about brooks or whatever." <laughs> i don't know it was so unjustified she screamed again at the na- at the table before the napkin just she goes yeah. from zero to a 10 for no reason yeah and, and, and it's then not she a apologizes yeah Okay, well, OC, oh, so you want to take a break and then talk about Atlanta and Crabby Lake for five minutes? Sure.
3: Yes. <laughs> right, should we? Yeah, a quick little breeze through. <laughs> they,
1: they do not warrant uh, extended conversation. Yeah. Neither of them. Yeah, okay, let's cool. do it. Hello. <laughs> Hello, we're back.
3: I just wanted to say that uh, luckily... Uh, unless I'm mistaken, I assume you don't use toilet paper when you go pee. But uh, we are currently on a roll that we bought in a pinch at Seven Eleven, and it is absolutely one ply.
1: <laughs> so, no, I do. Every time I pee, I use toilet paper notice? to wipe off my penis. Yeah, <laughs> it was one you ply. You should have brought your own. I didn't. We had just been talking about size, <laughs> and I said, "Who the hell has one ply toilet paper?" And then I get out, and I just wipe my penis off. You're of all raw. Of it. P and you have one ply. I, I, I can't believe it. I. Where did you get it from? Seven Eleven. They serve one. <laughs> they ply?
3: serve one ply on a platter. <laughs> What's the price
0: difference?
3: Um. Oh, not to well, get. The into- thing is that they, they. That's like all they have. Okay. So it's like you can't. They have shitty toilet paper so but it's on the corner it's the only place that you could walk to very quickly and buy it in a pinch and the other day um we were like on the verge of running out and jimmy was going to Seven Eleven anyways she and said, i was like get that shitty toilet paper so it's, just it's to a get, get us through yeah, yeah yeah um but all my friends know this this came up a lot during the um sandoval ariana batteries conversation right um and did he say batteries and toilet paper? Is that what he said? Yeah. Um, And, and pens, I think, so. yeah, and pens. I think every relationship probably has the one person that generally picks up the slack there and we've fallen into a tragic middle ground where we both hate buying those things and so we often find ourselves in a position where we are running low.
1: You don't like <laughs> buying toilet paper? No why call me ariana so i did i already tell you my hack you just buy paper towels at the same time and it just looks like you have paper products and no one can really distinguish if it's toilet paper or paper towels you don't ever do that are
3: you saying you you flush p- paper towels
1: no 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 no. <laughs> no when i go to trader joe's and i have to buy toilet paper usually it coincides with a paper towel run do you buy okay. paper towels as well
3: we run out a lot
1: okay so when you're when you're Potentially, you can mask your toilet paper purchase with paper towels and just sort of push them together and hold them together so that no one really knows what the hell you're doing. It just looks like you're buying paper products. You didn't ever do that?
3: I don't understand your logic.
1: (laughs) Are you uncomfortable about buying toilet paper? No, I'm not uncomfortable.
3: I just don't like... It's like always more expensive than you think. Toilet paper? Yes.
1: Mine's $5 at Trader Joe's The Super Soft. And it's six rolls. For how many? Six. Six rolls, five. Six
3: rolls won't last you very long.
1: We use one roll a day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So weekly, basically.
1: Yeah, every six days, I know. On Sunday, I get (laughs) new toilet paper for us.
3: But you recommend that Trader Joe's Super Soft?
1: Oh, yeah. Do you go to Trader Joe's? (laughs) You've never bought toilet paper from Trader Joe's?
3: I'm sure I have, but um, I usually would just go get like a Charmin.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Charmin is amazing stuff. I mean, two (laughs) or three ply. The problem, though, with Trader Joe's is sometimes they have the toilet paper behind where the registers are. So you always have to tell the people at the cashier. Do you
3: think people were stealing toilet paper? Because Uh, that's why I never buy it there because I forget and then it's too late and then I don't want to be like oh I have to go over there oh uh, same with their um, mineral water
1: yeah you didn't tell me your reason that makes sense it's they well I think they have shelving space behind them so they they get the things that I guess you look at as you're going out but I do forget yeah and it does it is kind of sad that I have to tell the person like hey (laughs) I need to add six rolls of toilet paper to this order yeah I wish you didn't have to do that but that's a small shitty thing that I have to suffer. For so many great things that Trader Joe's offers. And their toilet paper is great.
3: Yeah. I mean, the best case scenario is Costco, but we just don't have room for it all. Then
1: don't you have to get like 60 rolls? But
3: it's like $20 for like
1: where four you, months worth. Where would you store them? A lot of
3: times I'll keep it in my car.
1: The toilet paper?
3: The abundant overage.
1: Wow, we're learning a lot <laughs> about each other. I didn't know anything about this.
3: I did buy recently when I did my little uh, bathroom makeover. Um, I bought a tin thing oh. that holds like four rolls. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: <laughs> We put ours just in our closet that's next to our toilet. So whenever we're getting to the point where it's like there's only six sheets. What are they called? <laughs> Squares? When you're three
3: sheets to the wind. <laughs>
1: we're three sheets to the wind or we have six sheets And you don't left.
3: have a square to spare.
1: Yeah. We immediately um, always just can grab you know from the closet, which is very close, and then put them in there. But I actually like the idea of a tin where... It has three in there, yeah. so if a guest is in there, they don't have to come out with their <laughs> pants around their ankles and say, "Scooting love through of God, your <laughs> halls, for the love of God, can I have toilet paper?" Exactly. Oh man, isn't it amazing that we're just so flush with toilet paper now? I mean, except post COVID. Yeah, post COVID. Yeah, like, that's remember even, the horror? We don't even have to think about that now.
3: Although I low key, there's a Walgreens on Western and Sunset that had toilet paper the whole time. What? Where? Western and Sunset. They always
1: had toilet paper? Yeah. What was the hack they had? I don't know. I just would, huge.
3: Every time I went there, they had it.
1: Huge toilet paper supplier in the... Yeah, it was there. my life hack. We got so bad toilet paper shortage that one time, like someone had given us a gag gift of Trump toilet paper so <laughs> that you could shit it. on his... Uh, well, I guess the the idea is that his <laughs> face... Is being wiped with shit on your ass or yeah, whatever? But it was yeah. one ply. What do you talking? Yeah, do you get it? It's it's one ply and it's Trump's face or whatever. We got to the point where we had to, <laughs> before an Amazon order came in, we had to use this horrible <laughs> joke That's toilet hilarious. paper. Talk about one ply. Oh man,
3: yeah. i uh, I think during that time I also bought a bunch of um, like camping. T P like little like mini travel rolls. I just bought like a whole What are those? Half rolls? They're just like tiny little like portable like now since I have a bunch of them, um, I keep them like in my like emergency go bag. Oh, that's awesome. Um I have like an earthquake kit and stuff. So you're kinda like Psy? I mean, don't we all want good ply?
1: I just have never been in a circumstance unless I'm going to a gas station bathroom or a Starbucks <laughs> bathroom where it's one ply toilet paper. Well, Two is the standard. Right. Three, you're like, whoa, am I? You know, what the best?
3: <laughs> yeah, Charmin is like Charmin's a amazing
1: Do you like those Charmin bears?
3: No, they gross me out. Oh, I don't want to think about their poopy my, ass.
1: My wife Megan who you know you've met her before <laughs> she every time the Charmin Bears are on she loves them she so loves them. much okay because yeah, they're all like so happy and warm and cozy and yeah. they don't show their shit yeah on their butts or them wiping I just think their it's asses. weird
3: that we're all like skirting around that we're talking about them wiping their ass
1: I know I know but that's just that's the like <laughs> unwritten thing that we have to talk about <laughs> in life it makes it sort of embarrassing the rest sometimes is the but- still
3: unwritten <laughs> I prefer the Mucinex monster, as we've discussed.
1: Right, you like that. Okay, so you, if they're cute and they're wiping shit off their butt, you don't like it. But the Mucinex guy, you like him. Yeah, we what, Yeah. What about when the Mucinex guy puts on a disguise so they don't know that he's the mucus and he's wearing like a fedora and a disguise? Do you remember those so commercials? Fun. Love so you, it. Okay, so you like. What do you him think he,
0: about
3: the little um, Charmin? No, is it who Puffs? Remember the Puffs little weird cartoons with the red noses?
1: Oh yeah. Are they are they like little babies?
3: They're like little v- people.
1: Yeah. They're little pe- people with with red noses. Is it because the the toilet paper was Cuz they had
3: like one ply oh. tissues. Oh
1: right. And it's like they're using it on their nose and um they they're getting all red from it, yeah. right? I but don't remember. Those didn't last long. The charm is like
3: Christmas vibes.
1: The yeah. puffs. They're so cute. Well, anyways.
3: Uh- <laughs> We just can't help but get ourselves closer and closer to the three hour mark. However yeah. we can. However we
1: get. all right, well speaking of shit. Yeah. Let's... We can do
3: top we're gonna do the crappy lake minute. Yes. We this... have scarcely more than a minute to say.
1: And no one needs us to talk about crappy lake for longer. You watch it, it's it's eighteen minutes of content. It goes by like a blink of an eye. You know Luann and Sonia are being fun. Yeah. Right? And then so we'll talk about it for what? Yeah. One minute.
3: I just wanted to point out our favorite guy, the potentially drunk at all times motel owner, uh, helps them uh, carry a box and immediately rips off his toenail and bleeds everywhere.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about it for a second. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was doing. What did he do? First of all, he's wearing flip-flops, which are sure. dangerous. But then he <laughs> bangs his toe into the door. He must not have been thinking. Disgusting. Or he's on camera. Or he's drunk. Or he's drunk. He rips it's there's blood off. everywhere. Blood everywhere. And it it's gushing. And when they show Luann taking care of him, which was so sweet of yeah. her. Like she's... Former nurse. Right. Yeah. She was not skittish at all. Like that was so sweet. She immediately... I mean, it just starts out with this like horrific accident, right from the start. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then they're like... Sonya's like, there's blood on the carpet. Yeah. She goes... They'll think it's deer blood. They'll love it. They're used to
1: it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, The motel owner's wife, I think they're both co-owners, she uh, wrote on my TikTok when I talked about Crafty Lake. Yeah. She said, um, my husband's toe is much better now. It's completely healed. And she goes, Luanne and Sonia were so nice to us, off camera especially. She was just so good to everyone in the town. So I loved hearing that.
3: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um oh, I like there was just a quick moment when um Sonia before going to the party or whatever says, "I have to post my liposuction or I'm not going to get paid."
1: Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> I like I like seeing how the sausage was made there that yeah. she has to, you know, pay to play or whatever.
3: Yeah. Um she quickly at one point says, um Everyone complains they don't pay my interns. They don't want to get paid. Right. It's like okay.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like there's <laughs> no more uh, excuse needed, right? They don't yeah, want to get paid.
3: That's over. Um, the mayor says mayors aren't supposed to cry. Yeah. Don't make me cry. Did you know mayors aren't supposed to cry?
1: I had, I knew that. I knew <laughs> he was going to say that because they say that they cannot get the jungle um, gym. Yeah, the jungle gym, and yeah, that was that was so sad. But the conversation that they had geared up for it went okay.
3: Do you think that the testicle festival is always in that town? Yeah. And that's part of why they chose this town? Yes. This town has a lot going on, actually.
1: Royalty parties. Yeah. Benton. <laughs> well, Benton Follies is a construction for the show. But yeah. testicle festival, crappy the lake. mud: m- Yeah. I mean, they, they have to have fun. Boot barn or whatever. The barn yeah, with yeah. the clothes on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. They do have a lot of fun like, stuff.
3: You would think the testicle festival would put them on the map.
1: Yes, so I do think it is Benton because um, in the very first episode when they're talking about the virtues of Benton, they say we host the Testicle Festival. And then someone said we go to this every year. We come here for a week. So I do think it's a Benton thing. I, I was wondering about the Testicle Festival. Is it for, like, it's horrible to think about this, but is it bulls that are, like, killed? Like, and then they obviously take their... Ball sack and their balls, (laughs) and they feed them to people. Or is it when they're castrated? Like
3: right? I don't know.
1: Which do you think? Do you think it's all the the balls of dead bulls, (laughs) or do they all just get castrated at a certain point?
3: I don't know. Why do they castrate them?
1: Yeah, I would think you would want bulls to mate with cows. Are are all cows female and bulls are male?
3: Maybe. I mean, I guess dairy cows. Is it? Oh, right. Yeah.
1: Isn't it wild that I don't, <laughs> we know, don't know that anything I don't about know the, the answer to that? I'm not even putting you in the same category as me, but bulls because are... Because
3: as we know, I don't eat our little cow friends. But, right. So you should not know. But I should know because no. I should know more to inform my decision. But... Oh, man.
1: Well, regardless, I think bulls have sex with cows. And I guess they're maybe castrating them when they don't want them to have sex anymore. or they just Is that want- part
3: of the rodeo culture?
1: Probably maybe to get them um <laughs> less rowdy. Maybe. Yeah, or, or they just want those delicious balls. Right? <laughs> well
3: Luann ends up loving it. Yeah, I um. thought as much
1: as I like to embrace um other cultures and embrace the quirks of <laughs> different towns, I'm just gonna be honest. This party didn't look very fun. <laughs> i didn't like anything about it yeah uh, it wasn't even like there wasn't enough other fun stuff for them to be doing it's just there's it people in whitey tighties yeah like jumping around on balls right and eating just fried balls and there was like maybe two beers or three beers that you could have and yeah. you're just sitting in the hot sun with watching people in their underwear bounce. i was like this this is not that fun no. you guys how long have you guys been doing this 12 <laughs> years i know they
3: need some help um yeah but yeah i liked how sonia bounced on the ball and then did a somersault at the end
1: yeah that was nice what about the person who said that this was their anniversary every single year they went to this i mean no (laughs) no shame if you enjoyed this but i just didn't think it had the hallmarks of a thing that you'd want to do over and over yeah i mean i know the balls i'm sure like taste good but i don't know it wasn't (laughs) even ironic enough to be justifiable the bar is low did you did you see merit to it or am I like am no, I out on a limb? It looked
3: boring. I honestly like kind of like watched it like half assed that part because yeah. I was kind of like nothing's happening here. Yeah, the,
1: the I, royalty I tea was more fun. Royalty was more fun, but this this had the least fun events in it. I would have thought Tesco festival was more fun. I liked mudding more. Yeah. I liked them going to the bar more. This this unfortunately is my least favorite episode of Crappy Lake. It yeah. had just events that i just didn't even crappy hour wasn't very fun no I was like, why do we even have to see that
3: no but I, I like how the owner of the motel got pissed like he was like you guys got to help us and then at the end they were like we're leaving and yeah. he was like no you have to help us clean up like he was like you're actually in service of me <laughs> right. like you yeah. guys actually have to clean up right. ourselves um right. okay so then there's like the royalty i like that um uh Sonia said that the royalty is an incubator for talent. Yes. There's just talent everywhere. Um also um <laughs> the just the moment when Luann forces like thirty people to wait before taking the photo so she can touch up the red mark on her forehead from her hat. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh wow. Um and then yeah, there's tryouts. Um, so,
1: that, yeah, they bring the talent from royalty. was like, oh, there's a violinist. Oh, there's a contortionist. Oh, there's a yeah. guy who likes Broadway. They're like, yeah. okay, get to our talent show. And this talent show now was stacked with talent. Um, Majorly The one um, thing I did think was funny Which you mentioned Is that there's a contortionist He gets his arm Stuck <laughs> behind his head And he goes Luanne please For the love of God Can you like Pull my arm out of its socket and bring Luanne back down? again And then uh, So, yeah, so Luanne helps him She's horrified And then Luanne goes That's a five star And then you, <laughs> They show the star ratings Luanne gave him a one <laughs> Luanne hated That contortionist Well she was act. pissed
3: She had to crack his arm Back in place And while he was doing it Uh, Sonya says This could be on Ripley's Believe it or not
1: (laughs) Sonya just gives Everyone a five Sonya gives everyone A five star There was not one One act that she gave
3: What about the blind Stand up comedian Yeah it was good Who said That two bananas Two banana peels Next to themselves Are called Slippers (laughs) And she said When you're vision impaired like me everything's a slipper
1: yeah and then she goes i've heard in la you know there's so much traffic that you know <laughs> you basically have to uber from your bedroom to your what bathroom and said? it'll
3: cost you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next week we should do a full che diaz minute
1: oh man i mean i i think i i watched the episodes but i'm half watching i i think it's i mean in my opinion it's <laughs> Very, very bad. It's batshit. I like that they keep, they keep teasing the audience that Che and Miranda <laughs> are going to break up and everyone is like, yes, you know, please. <laughs> and then they're like, no, Miranda, I'm sorry. And, and Miranda's like, uh, you know, I forgive you too. And it's just like, God damn. Everyone wants this relationship over. Yeah.
3: Right? Oh man. It's hilarious. It's honestly my saving grace every week after Riley leaves and we've exhausted all energy and given it to you guys in a three hour bottle I have Kardashians and just and and just like that, and I feel whole again. Oh, good.
1: So do you do you like it ironically, or do you think it's actually getting good and it's giving you the Sex and the City la <laughs> lo- or you know, um, whatever, ethos? I think it were.
3: has a few. Every now and again, you'll get a flash yeah. of like what it could have been. Yeah, like uh, I think two episodes ago was actually decent, where Carrie dates that startup guy yeah i was just i thought say, that was a pretty good episode yeah i
1: was just gonna say i i, I liked that i was like an isolated because that's carried.
3: exactly what the show used to be yes like boyfriend of the week yeah and I, and
1: I like the ultimate decision that he was married to his work or whatever and she yeah. realizes and that. she
3: like i've i watch it a lot i watch sex and the city a lot um at night it's on e like every night mm. at like 11 p.m and i'll just like watch three in a row and yeah it's exactly what she she'll date someone You'll meet a new guy that you haven't met before. She'll find out what his like red flag is or whatever, yeah. and then you never see him again. Yeah. So it felt, you know, fun.
1: Yeah, I saw merit to that. But God overall, forbid
3: the show be fun.
1: I know. Oh no, it can't <laughs> be. Um.
3: Um. But I'll never stop watching
1: it. So. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad it's uh you know bringing you joy. Yes. That's all that matters in life.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. So we can do a quick Atlanta touch base. Yeah. I feel like we're getting. I know that you thought this episode was a flop, but I feel like they keep kicking it down the line where like we're going to get there eventually. There's going to be a blowout.
1: Yes. Yes. So this episode is, I'd say, filler, which is bad for a trip. But the trip is suffering from a lot of things. First of all, Candy and Kenya have to go to the hospital <laughs> because God. Kenya, just like me, <laughs> I was falls say. on her ass and <laughs> almost fractures uh backbone yeah she doesn't fracture it but i know that pain oh. so so much were now. you triggered oh oh i couldn't even imagine how bad that hurt her it, like when she got up and she's almost crying no yeah. one wants to cry you know on camera from pain yeah i felt so bad for her well, so candy and candy yeah. are, are out
3: <laughs> when she goes candy can you go with me i was like fuck
1: I, oh <laughs> Oh, and then it's raining in Algarve. It's like yeah. the rainy season or whatever. So. Well, she
3: should have thought twice before wearing slippers out into the uh, rainy, yeah. you know. But she was already an hour late. She didn't even get her shoes on. And yes. then she ate shit.
1: And then, and then did you see there was a banana slipper warning? It yes. said, there was a banana that said, please love it. But it was too far. It was cute that it was a banana peel. But it was too far out. It wasn't. Yeah. It should have been right outside the door. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, also right before that had happened the like to be continued from last week um (laughs) when drew's crying kenya goes how many people are on this trip they go eight people she goes what's a thousand divided by eight she was like can we just split your lawsuit and pay it off yeah (laughs) as if like it was about money
1: i loved it and then i did the math (laughs) how much was it 125
3: wow that would be the the price of a
1: The easiest lawsuit ever to squash, but um, yeah. And then I, you know, some of the drama, which I thought is good, actually organic drama. Yeah. Was, um, uh, Candy after Drew cries, uh, and I thought she legitimately cried. I really thought yeah. I was in Drew's right. corner. Candy goes and scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. I mean, it was that's, giving check, please. Yes, totally. I, I thought. For Candy to say that, to accuse Drew of fully faking crying, I was like, damn, that's interesting. They're supposedly friends. Yeah. Um, And then that is sort of teased throughout the episode. But Candy is gone for so long that they can't get to it until the end. Yeah. Um,
3: Um, Although Drew basically reveals that the reason she was upset was that she was worried that her husband was fucking around. Because every time he travels, someone offers to oil him up. And oil him down. Also,
1: she said that the producer who was on the music video who oiled him down and massaged <laughs> oil into his, to his skin for the already no video is the person who invited him to Vegas right. to to work on the, the, what was it called? Black Magic Mike, yeah. right? So, of course she'd be worried. Right. It <laughs> was like, crazy. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right before Kenya Falls, um, Candy, when she comes out to go on the trip or whatever, um, she says that she just took Imodium
1: that's awesome i like that uh, um they also well i don't know I mean, we're kind of like skipping around because it's yeah, like yeah, very yeah. it's a very breezy episode but yeah. when they talk about bolo i don't know who brings it up like courtney brings up how close she lives to bolo yeah. or where her house is to bolo she was at six miles away from bolo yeah and sonya goes well if six miles is away you could still reach bolo right and it's a reference to his penis size yes and i thought it was i was like damn that's Sonia hilarious was killing it there. uh
3: yeah um i liked the conversation about uh they call from the hospital and say, you know, it's chaos and that they're waiting in line. And uh, <laughs> Marla's like, she's like, I can't believe they're waiting that long. She goes, "It's this is really about being worldwide now. They need to <laughs> let you need to have connections yeah. to get she into was, the yeah. the hospital." And Moneta's like. They needed to get someone else in there and say she is a VIP. I'm like, you're gonna go to a Portuguese hospital with that's overrun with like ailing people and be like, we have a VIP.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't believe that Marlo like used that as a as a, you know shade on uh, Candy. Like, this is <laughs> she, the true test of if she's world right. wide or not. She's
3: like, like, Candy just blends in everywhere <laughs> she goes. Like, yeah. even at an ER, they're just like, she's she accused her of being short and basically boring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Marlo hates candy right now. I'm like, yeah, what would
3: Beyonce do if she broke her back in a, in Portugal?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously (laughs) I think someone would be there to talk about how like she needs to be seen immediately. I mean,
3: production must've done them dirty. Like you would think that if they were filming there, they would have had like a medic tie in. True. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, I just imagined it was like the busiest day in the world. in I Algarve so. And they just couldn't. It was like, what, seven and a half hours that they were there.
3: <laughs> Such a nightmare.
1: So then the, you know, the group without them sort of has to, I'd say, flounder a little bit. They like, they get dinner. Uh, nothing really happens. They go to a very, very boring uh, pottery painting. <laughs> yeah,
3: they could have cut that.
1: And, and then uh, Moneta and Sonya, Sort of have a, a like they they start to fake like they're having a mm-hmm. dramatic moment just to like get everybody roused up like, right r- right yeah it was like it was like a this is fight. what could happen yeah play fight and then Drew and uh, Shereik sort of think that it maybe it could possibly be real and they also <laughs> advertised it like that was a real fight. right they were promoting it and I was like okay that was fake you know, out yeah that was shitty
0: yeah
3: and um,
1: then w- anything else before they get to the beautiful fun the
3: hotel hang yeah <laughs> no
1: okay. Yeah, then it ends with uh, Sheree invites everybody to a pajama party. She gets pizza. Room service. Room service. The food
3: looked pretty good, actually.
1: Yeah, I was was stoked. It wasn't
3: uh, related to Portugal in any way. It was like spaghetti and pizza, but it looked good.
1: Yeah, it looked good. Uh, Kenya and Candy are back, which... The entertainment level just skyrockets. Um you know, yeah. just just inherently because yeah. they're fun and they know how to make a scene entertaining. They all basically go around the room talking about their grief or what they're doing and if they have any grievances or whatever. Yeah. Like they check in on Drop It with Drew and Drew goes <laughs> Drew's like, um yeah, drop it drop it with Drew still exists. But she's like, you don't see it. She doesn't talk about it, and she doesn't want to talk about it no. anymore. It's just like this this enterprise that she had just is completely gone from the drew universe she's over it now
3: totally flop yeah and then yeah candy's like leaving the next morning so her trip was a total bust she had like massive diarrhea the whole way there the second day she had to be in the er for seven hours for someone else yes and then she leaves literally the next day Um, trip. and drew's like well if you're leaving then i'm gonna talk my shit to you before you go
1: (laughs) Right. She takes her opportunity. She's wanted it the entire time. And I really felt like this candy is just so good at deflecting all oncomers. She's just so confident in herself. She doesn't lie. She doesn't spread fake drama. She just, she nips any drama in the bud that comes to her um, in a way to where Like, I think uh, Sonya says, she's Teflon Don. Nothing (laughs) sticks to her. Yeah. So she just completely negates Drew's feelings, right? She's just like, I've seen you getting way worse scrapes with the cast members than that. Yeah. And you never cry. So I just thought it was fake.
3: Yeah. She goes, to be honest, I think everyone gets too uptight around here. Yes. Like, she's basically like, everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Like, that is not worth talking about, basically.
1: Did you like Candy's sweater? What did it say? It said, do I look like I fly economy? Huh. Sheree made fun of her for that.
3: What did she call her? She compared her to someone I didn't know who yeah, she was Cleo, talking about. Yeah,
1: um, Cleo. I didn't write it down because I wasn't sure, but it, it was um, it was Queen Latifah plays a character named Cleo, and I forget the movie, <laughs> but I looked up the photos. Um, and I was like, oh, was damn. Was it accurate? Oh, I was like, Candy is giving Cleo for sure. I forget That's what hilarious. the movie was. it was. It, we should it was post a, it on Instagram. Yeah, it was a spot-on reference. That's I was really like, funny. Good, do- good job, Shere. Um
3: On Watch What Happens, Candy... Uh, they asked if Candy had any advice for Aaron from Rony. And she said, always tell the truth because you don't want them to roll the tape back on you and stand by what you say. Don't let them make you feel guilty or backtrack. And that's like Uh, what you just said.
1: I think that's iconic advice. Both of those tenets are good. I I would say, was one of them be, no, it wasn't be true to yourself. It was just like, be honest in general so that they
3: can't, play you a fool.
1: Yeah. Someone else said this too. Also like how to be engaging or whatever. It's just like, just be yourself. Do not try to fit into a mold or be another archetype. Just be yourself because the audience knows when you're being fake and you're not true to yourself. Yeah. You want them to just love you at your hundred percent you and not be Like, Drew, you don't really get a sense of her personality because you don't know what actually is offending her. She's not being honest about her Ralph relationship. She does lie. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I mean,
3: she's definitely lying in this uh, next part.
1: So, so, oh, oh, I I did like, like, (laughs) Sheree just brings up, I don't know where she goes, I didn't see any of you on the list of buyers of sheep by <laughs> And everybody immediately gets out their phones, like Moneta <laughs> and, and Sonia, and they go, Oh, we wanted to. Oh shit, we just forgot and the <laughs> website was down. Let's I'm gonna buy it right now. And they're like and then uh is like, Sheree, um, she's like, sorry, so when I get to this point in my cart where I'm adding to my cart, how do I get to the next stage? And is like, These these girls are pretending they don't know how to navigate a website now. <laughs> like it was really silly that That's they all they, once you put the pressure on them, they all finally just like signed up and started to buy SheBuySheret <laughs> yeah. merchandise.
3: Did you like how at, in that boring pottery scene, she Googled the SheBuySheret yes. logo and was painting a custom Shiba Shire
1: yes item? Yeah, I did like that. And then she goes, I totally fucked up the SheBuySheret <laughs> logo.
3: She was like, I love stars. Yeah.
1: So then once um, they get like all of that out of the way and they're like, okay, we can all like just have fun now. They just start dancing right yeah. they immediately yeah. just start dancing and then production calls a wrap at 11 47 p.m they yeah. said all right i guess everybody's just gonna dance and yeah. there's gonna be no more drama here so they left marlo sets up her phone because a fight has erupted candy in her she's in her truth-telling era she doesn't yeah. give a shit she says uh drew for a fact when the bolo night which was one of the most iconic yeah. you know scenes in yeah Atlanta history like three seasons ago i think it was yeah that Drew totally kissed LaToya, who yeah. I think was a friend of. I, I don't remember. about her. Yeah, I don't remember. Her. She
3: was. She must have been friend of because she was on the reunion. She was on the
1: reunion. She had to have been a friend of. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't forget cast members whole cloth. Yeah. So she said at the reunion that Drew and her made out. And Drew, sort of like Brittany in Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> does not want to be associated with kissing women at yeah, this point yeah. in her life. Wants to deny it with all of her might. So this fight erupts and candy is just, you know, a truth teller. I totally trust. Yeah. And Marlo says it. Everyone says yeah. it. I, I, Latoya said it. So I fully believe Drew said it. And candy's like, I'm not lying for you. I saw yeah. what I saw. You're not going to tell me that I'm lying to anyone. Uh, yeah. Marlo even comes to candy's defense and she's, I forget what she says. She goes, you would lie dead before you lie. <laughs> I was like, damn Marlo. Yeah, you're
3: they coming don't even to-. like each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> Then when Drew's denying it, she says, cause she's like, I don't even know where that came from. And they're like, she said it on the reunion and they roll the tape and she goes, oh, well, Latoya told me that Candy told her to say that. And I'm like, Candy does not play like that. Like, come on. No,
1: That is something that potentially Tamara would do. Candy would never. LVP maybe. LVP for sure. (laughs) Candy is not one. Yeah. The biggest strengths of Candy is that you can just trust her. Right. It's such a breath. Don't start.
3: None won't be none.
1: Exactly. And then we get sort of a, like a scandal edit. I was like, (laughs) it was like what, six months later or three months later. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. All of a sudden, which I was like, I can't believe the Drew and Ralph drama is on this season. I was so excited. I was like, wow. I I thought, I thought it had happened post. Right. um, Filming. Right. It was so exciting.
3: (laughs) I like when they were like marlo did you see her make out with latoya and she goes 80 percent, i saw it they're like what's the other 20 percent? she was like she has me confused yeah
1: i don't know she's like her acting <laughs> which like, like
3: that's what would happen to me i'd be like i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good that was a really good
1: honest answer and i like that they got to the bottom of it the producers yeah that's so funny and then yeah we see this th- this montage of like there is apparently a rumor going around that drew first of all i think it's tied into like the movie maybe somebody she Right. on set, that she's having an affair with someone. I forget th- their name. Yeah,
0: so
3: Tai. I think um, she's like a basketball player. Wow. And so then, it's not even about. I think I always thought it was about the woman she's kissing in the scene. Yeah, right. Me too. But it's
1: not. Yeah, it's more like it's allegedly. Like, an or affair. it's a real person. So and then and then there's like articles that are swirling at you, and it says like Ralph. Ralph says this is the reason why they're divorcing. Yeah, and he and-
3: filed for divorce. And then was it in a promo somewhere, or did I read it that he raced to yes divorce? We, we were her? talking about yeah. it.
1: They both. They, <laughs> the minute that Drew said, "I'm divorcing you," he got in his car and started racing her to get there first yeah. to the divorce court. Um,
3: when they, Andy was asking Candy about it because obviously, like she knows about the movie and the onset stuff, um, and she's friends with that woman. Um, but Candy basically was like. I didn't get involved. Like she wouldn't really say anything about it. She was like, I thought it was best to mind my business. So wow. She was keeping it clean. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, that provided like, I'm like, I'm excited to see the disillusion of Drew and Ralph's marriage. (laughs) I don't like them together. I feel
3: like maybe now I think she's currently breaking down and that's why she's so emotional. And I think once all of this shit occurs, she can finally,
1: Here's... Blow it open. Here's why I acted this and way. And here's
3: everything that's been going on this whole time. I mean, I
1: wish she could be more, you know, uh, look, tell the truth as it's going, but it sounds like, yeah, a huge fall is coming, and she can blame her emotions on this, which is right. You know, yeah. it's, it's valid. Um, anything... Else? Well, I guess just to end this, I was like, okay, I'm excited about Atlanta. This is pretty... Yeah. Know, this is a wild thing to happen.
3: Yeah. It's crazy that it ties back to Bolo. Like, that's yeah. so, such old news, but <laughs> it is perfect for what's to come, I guess. Yeah. So So, cool.
1: Well, I mean, you know, two hours and 46 minutes, you can't say we didn't have a podcast, right?
3: (laughs) We came, we saw, we said it all.
1: We did. Who says that? (laughs) Me. Whoa. Oh my God. That's how we (laughs) should end every episode. So yeah, I mean, I think if you, you know, enjoy those Bravo shows and you enjoy our commentary, I think we fulfilled the two aspects of our job here today. And then, uh, Amy and I are, are going to. Can I just tell, you know, sure. our turtle time listeners, we have such a wild schedule now that we're going to watch a Vanderpump Rules episode for our Patreon. Yes. And then record yeah. the latest episode of our Patreon. I don't know what the hell is happening in Vanderpump Rules. It's been two weeks since we've talked, but yeah. I think that's going to be fun. So let's say goodnight to our little turtle cuties, right? Yes. Anything we need, like little business. I mean, we are. We got to our YouTube goal. Oh, yeah, we should
3: have said that up front because we've been begging you guys <laughs> yeah, for we so just, long. We don't
1: care at all. Yeah,
3: yeah, we, we hit a thousand. And so sh- sorry, there's ads now. <laughs>
1: Oh right! Oh, sorry that we were pushing for something that benefits us, but that actually makes your <laughs> enjoyment much less. Right? Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm sorry, but just know that you are putting money in Amy and I's pockets. Yeah. We can be rich someday. They put ads on them immediately. Yeah. The minute we clicked it, it was like, okay, we're running ads on this. So that was yeah. fun. And then, if you want to support us even more, if you want us. To get even richer, which I don't even know <laughs> if you can imagine that, Amy and I are more rich <laughs> than we are. Please subscribe to Patreon, where we are keeping the Vanderpump Rules fun going. We are in the thick of it, season two. So please subscribe to our Patreon and get more of Amy and I. You have to have more, right?
3: They can't get enough.
1: You can't get enough. We love you so much. Right, do you, anything else to say?
3: No. All right, ready to sign off.
1: Let's end it here.
3: All right.
0: Bye, guys.
1: Goodbye.